Okay, ready? Three, two, one. Wait, what are we doing? You're doing the intro. Oh, oh. <laughs> you're watching 12, Pug. No, you're not watching. This is, it's a podcast. Shit. Dude, you're pissing okay, me off. Okay, let's run it again. Let's run it again. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of 12 Pissed Off Guys, the podcast. As always, it's your host, Toon. Alongside me, I don't have Mikey G, <laughs> but, but you might have heard, you might recognize the voice, you might recognize the Karn. Karn. It's got my, I got my boy Karn on again. This guy was eager to come on. He's 2-0. and oh. He's ready. Aaron, welcome you- back again to the show, dude. I'm not used to getting invited back twice in a row. I guess this is I'm not used to having people on back to back. Did you say bareback? Bareback. Bear back to back. Bear back to back. Oh my god. Back to bear back. All right. <laughs> All I was right. wondering why the candles were out. <laughs> All right, everybody. Right now we don't have Mikey G with us. He's doing um his husbandly duties right now. He's taking care of the family, taking care of uh of family stuff. He's got to work on a car. He's going to be over here in a bit. He just asked what the progress was. And uh, we're starting off late, but better, like, I mean, better than start then. It's like trying to start like a new movie, but then shit keeps coming you like up mm-hmm. and keeping you from starting that movie. Yes. That's what happened for the past hour. <laughs> yeah. We had technical difficulties. Um, we finally got it going. Aaron had to take a shit. We're waiting on G, but G's kind of happy that we started late so he can at least be on here for 80% of the podcast. And, uh, I mean, just we're ready to get going, yeah? If I had to rate Toon's um, bathroom going in, five out of five coming out, it's probably, like, unsavable after what happened. What did, uh, what did it look like when what – did, what did you say it looked like when you were leaving? Look like one of those murder scenes in a movie where someone gets their brain blows up, blown out, but the blood just splatters all over the fucking window. That was like the back of your toilet. Guest room. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Aaron. It looked like fucking. It looked like Gilbert's team after a shit on him this past <laughs> week. <laughs> nice. Okay, we'll get into that here in a sec. All right, everybody. Let's get into it. Monday night football. What a what a treat. Second week in a row. But Aaron, people are saying that there might be a Monday night curse. Is there is there is there not? We've had two consecutive Monday nights, uh Monday night footballs injuries. I said that weird. Monday night football injuries. We had the first week, your boy, Aaron Rodgers, Achilles, Jets, and then America also lost a jet in real life. And then this past Monday. We had Nick Chubb losing a whole ass leg. You really hate to see it happen to a guy like Nick Chubb too, man. Uh, Fought back from his first knee injury. It's on the same leg, unfortunately. And both, I feel like this one was more gruesome than the first one. It was so bad, uh, Joe Buck and Troy said, uh, we're not going to show it. We're not going to show the replay of the injury. Which is crazy because I feel like Troy Aikman's seen some things. So for him to not re-show this, (laughs) it had to be real bad. (laughs) Yeah. it was, Dude, it was tough. It was like... uh, 
it was one of those things where they didn't show it. They showed it on the jumbotron for the stadium for the fans, and you ho- you heard the whole stadium go, oh, and that's when you knew like, uh, you knew it was a tough one. I mean, even yeah. uh, with it with it being a rivalry game, Steelers versus Browns, those Steeler fans were still like, you know, they were they were in uh, in good spirits for him. They didn't cheer it on. They didn't. They weren't ugly about it. They were, you know. They gave him a round of applause coming off the field out of show of respect. And it just goes to show mm-hmm. that the Steelers fan base respects the game. Yeah, they're very intense. It's a very it's a histor- historic, base, a historic franchise. Base. But, uh, you know, when things like this happen, they're able to put the rivalry aside for the time being and show respect to a great football player. Um the be- one of the best running backs in the league and the focal point of the Browns offense. Definitely. And him leaving didn't make that uh didn't make that offense any easier for Deshaun Watson now did it. Deshaun Watson looked like he was running for his life. He was making stupid penalties grabbing every face mask that he was trying to stiff arm. He's a grabber dude. Why you can't blame the guy. He's it's a grabber second nature to the- him. Yeah, know? on and off the field he's a grabber. You know, and you know, it's it's Sad to see. Uh, you know, good thing though, they had Ford come in. He carried most of the workload and had an explosive run. Fell a yard short, but yeah, I, I see a lot of promise in that. It's just a sad situation all the way around. Definitely, definitely. G wrote here oh, G wrote the score down as twenty two to twenty two. Game ended a tie. And <laughs> I bet the Browns wished. <laughs> It ended in a tie. That defense was all over Deshaun Watson. Um, He could not make any reads fast enough before that D-line just covered him in the steel curtain. Um, And, you know, I honestly feel like Deshaun Watson didn't play up to the money he Has this been recording? I think so. Okay. Okay. Good laptop turned off. It scared us. Technical difficulties. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I know. And then, you know, you had another rivalry game, Carolina and the Saints. And honestly, I feel like both these games were very defensive. Kind of felt like they dragged on. You didn't really get much action. No. Until the back end of the third and fourth quarter. Um, all in all, though, I, I love the double headers on Monday. Um, you see two football games and – it almost makes that transition from Monday to Thursday, those two days in between, feel a little less longer because I feel like this week has flown by already. Oh, definitely, right? We're, we're recording this right now on a Wednesday night and football's tomorrow. But uh, for the Steelers game, it, it it didn't feel like a Steelers win. It almost felt like a loss for the viewers, right? It was just sloppy all-around football. I mean, Kenny Pickett did do his best against – that Browns defense is good. It's very good. He got over 220 yards, but Najee Harris, dude, he just looks. Where'd he go? Where'd he he go? looks slow. He looks like he looks like he's carrying weight in the back. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's he's not, not flowing the for team him. team anymore. That's for sure. No, and it feels like he's not hitting the holes hard. Um, oh. He doesn't look like he's making people miss. It almost looks like. He's in slow motion, even getting to the line of scrimmage. Yes. And then you see uh, Warren. Warren. Warren comes in, and he looks like a whole different breed. Yeah. It's almost like um, the Nazi Harris of past has disappeared. Um, He's going to end up on a fucking milk jug. 
if he keeps on underperforming <laughs> like this because people are going to think he's missing. Because he's missing. That's right. I mean, it looked tough. It made him being that slow made Warren look that much faster. And it pissed me off personally because I have Najee on my team, right? And it was just – it was tough to watch for me. He got 10 carries for 43 yards. It was tough. He got a couple catches here and there. But it wasn't – wasn't anything to brag about for being and for anybody being a Steelers fan, right? And Watson did his best, sort of. I mean, on paper, it looks like you're 235 yards, one TD, one interception. But also, I mean, he just, I mean, coming off of what it's almost uh, two years of a break in a way, because he played the last couple games last year, but before that, um, he had the whole legal trouble. Yeah, then. Then traded, and then he's waiting on the court case and the NFL's decision, and finally gets to play. Uh, what was it? One or two games last year? I should have looked. I think it was like he, he played about three three, three games, games last year, and then coming into it this year, it's a little tough. I mean, maybe I mean still early, right? I would tell you, when when can we stop saying it's still early? I, I think we can stop saying it's still early in the next two weeks. Well, after week four, I think you should. Yeah, after week four, I mean. By week three, you should be mostly up to game speed already, and I kind of think this is where it's important to play your starters still during the preseason. Um, majority of the people that are getting hurt hardly had any snaps in the preseason, hardly putting any time and not Put, putting the, the body in shock. Yeah, putting yeah. the body into shape, football shape, which is if you played football, it's it's a thing. You need to get your body used to the constant physicality and speed, yeah. change of direction and. Like you said, Monday, I do think right now it is a curse. It's it's kind of that reoccurring thing where you never know if another big name is going to go down. And then if your player on your roster is playing on Monday, you're like, please don't let him go down. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's tough. Uh, the other Monday night game was uh, Saints versus Panthers. Saints winning at 20 to 17. Uh, Steelers won 26 to 22. But yeah, Saints. I thought the Saints would demolish them. Me and you were talking during the draft. Um, dude, we had a, everybody talked. The huge, the biggest hopes for the Saints defense, right? Yeah. And for it to be this close, twenty to seventeen, I don't know who would you say is at fault? Is it the offense or the defense? I feel like the offense. I feel like um, the offense didn't put them in a lot of good positions to succeed. Yeah. Constant three and outs, turnover here and there. Uh, Derek Carr. Didn't look like he can get a rhythm at all during the game, but he still made his big plays when they counted. Olave made a big catch on the sideline after being basically silent the first half of that game. Yeah, Michael Thomas looks like he's getting a high volume of targets right out the gate, which is good for me because I have him on his team. But it's also good to see Michael Thomas come back into form as well after uh, basically missing two years of football. Can you grab that computer charger? <laughs> Everybody... <laughs> Everybody, everybody heard that. It's a magnet. It's pretty badass, right? Yeah, no, that was cool. Just slide right in there. <laughs> what did you think of Bryce Young's performance, rookie, the first overall pick? I, I like, like I said, I like Bryce Young's confidence right now. I feel like he's being a good uh, game manager, doing what he needs to do, uh, putting his teams in good positions, keeping them in the game. Cause the uh, Carolina's defense to me, didn't look like a slouch at all either. Yeah. They looked like they were physical, fast to the football and smothering the zones. They didn't give Derek Carr hardly any 
windows to throw to throw to. And I think that gives a rookie quarterback a lot of confidence knowing he has that behind him. Definitely. What do you think of the comments behind uh, uh, saying that he's too small to do a quarterback sneak? 5'9", 180 pounds? Uh, I don't think he's too small. I just think you take the approach of the Eagles offense where you just get in a rugby formation, put the big guys behind them. Dude, that's that's Jalen, though. Jalen's yeah. about 220. That's about another 40 pounds of muscle. Yeah, well, he's supposed to have his bodyguards in front of him, and he's got to have his bodyguards mm -hmm. in the back. And if you see any bodyguards rushing through a crowd, they separate that sea yeah. of people. So it's not undoable. I also do think it's a, it's a disadvantage in those short yardage terms. But that comes down to also having a reliable – running back who you know can punch it in and give that confidence to the offensive coordinator saying yeah. you don't got to worry about this quarterback doing a sneak. I have a guy that can just ram it in. And Hell um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so at the end of the day, I don't think that all falls down on him. He's still doing what he needs to do. He's getting the ball to his receivers. He's making plays out of the pocket whenever he's forced out. So I, all in all, I evaluate his performance in weeks one and two as um, pretty good coming out. Definitely. He's not looking too bad. It's definitely you can see well because uh, it's always the skepticism, right, of uh, Alabama quarterbacks, Ohio State quarterbacks, even uh, for uh, uh, Stetson Bennett. You know, coming whenever you got like track field stars for uh, wide receivers, they're going to be open every time, and that's just when you throw it. Yeah. So he's seeing a big difference, and even these defensive linemen are faster than. Uh, well, right now you got Tua Tagovailoa playing great, yeah. Alabama. Mac Jones, who I didn't think looked bad either, out of Alabama. Definitely. Bryce Young showing that they are coming out of Alabama, which is a prolific school to come out of, and as far as producing draft picks constantly year after year at a high volume, they're already prepared for this kind of stage coming in. Mm -hmm. Mentally, they're already put on a big uh, platform in college where everybody's all eyes on Alabama every year. Mm -hmm. Is Nick Saban going to bring home a national championship? That comes with a lot of pressure at the quarterback position coming out of a school like that. So I don't think pressure is a big thing for guys coming out of, out of Alabama. However, I think Ohio State, yes. You're not going against the high caliber schools as you are in the SEC. Yeah. You can basically throw it up if you have a receiver that just outmatches every cornerback there. And you're able to run a lot freely. You're The quarterbacks in the SEC uh, – in the sorry. Big 10. Big 10 are – able to make plays out of the pocket and salvage something whenever a play breaks down. But when you get to the NFL, everybody's that fast and they're not able to do that. So now it's making them actually go down reads, check downs, make good decisions at the proper times. Definitely. Uh, also guys, we have another special guest, uh, Buster from uh, previous seasons, previous episodes. Um, he's right there next to Aaron showing, uh, showing him some love because because I don't. I don't show him attention. I don't show him love. Uh, Buster right now is on a 10-day fast. I don't feed him for 10 days straight out of the month um, just to mentally prepare him for the real the real world that's out there. Okay. can't tell if like he's growling or it's his stomach, but he's got the eyes of every dog in a commercial that where it plays in the eyes of the angel. That's how he looks at me like he's saying, save me. No, he's just saying, feed me. It's been 10 days. <laughs> He's got those save me eyes, kind of like some of the owners in this league probably have right now. 12 pog, you mean, right? Yeah, 12 pog. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm fucking one of them. We will, we'll, you know, actually, we won't talk about mine. Nobody really wants to hear that. But let's get into some uh, quick NFL news. We'll touch on some of them. Um, 
First off, the NFL is filing a grievance. I just heard about this today. NFL is filing a grievance against the NFLPA alleging advising running backs to fake injuries as part of negotiation tactics. So a couple examples was Eckler. They're saying they're even saying Saquon, which I saw that injury. It looked it looked no. pretty bad. Saquon was the first one to sign a contract after that running back meeting. He yeah. folded fast. And dude, that I don't think that fucking Zoom meeting between all running backs even made a difference. Um, and also, uh, I'll put it out there. I think maybe Nick Chubb's faking it too. Oh yeah, I would hate to be uh, getting the script for that kind of game. <laughs> you still believe in the script? No, I never <laughs> believed in the script. Uh, that's that just takes away from everything these guys put in so much time and bodies oh, on the line for, and it just goes to show when it comes to an incident like Nick Chubb. Yeah, you never know when it could be just taken away from you a whole season like that, oh, possibly shit, yeah. career altering. It, it sucks, but wouldn't it be funny though if he if he was like, you know, what I'm doing this for doing this for my guys. Uh, I, I would for him going through, he should get a Grammy right now. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. Um, also, other news, Kareem Hunt signs with the Browns to replace Chubb. They also have a forward in the backfield. Cam Akers has been involved in trade talks. Um, breaking news, he got traded to Minnesota today got for some 2026 picks. I am not surprised by that. Madison has not looked like the guy he to carry not. that Vikings offense. And the Vikings offense is a run-first offense that relies a lot on the run to set up play action for Kirk Cousins, get him a lot more opportunities it just looks like hey Kirk, hey Kirk, I want to bring this up to you. We're talking about the Vikings. Kirk has been play, has been playing the game, right? He's been doing yeah. badass. He's got the stats. He's been he's been he's been balling, right? Yeah. But the record the the record's not showing it, right? It's and what do you think about that when it comes to these these quarterbacks? Uh, another one is uh, this one. This is pretty biased of me. Is Justin Herbert, right? Justin Herbert in the last four games he's played. 1,100 passing yards. He's averaging 282 yards per game, seven total TDs, zero interceptions on a five-game streak, and he's about 66% completion. You know what I'm saying? But he's lost all those games. And, I mean, I don't know where you break it down to. Do you break it down to a defense? Do you break it down to game plan? Do you break it down to coaching? It takes a village. Uh, In those situations, and I watched the Chargers game, also, they had a situ- They had a chance to come back in those last two or three drives and make something happen. Yeah. It didn't look like the play calling was there to set them up for success, though. Mm-hmm. You can have Herbert who could put up all these stats, but if you can't get in the end zone, stats are just filling the paper at this point. They're not filling the end True. zone. So I, I think at that point it comes down to coaching and game planning. Yes, a lot of it does have the play. Uh, comes down to the players executing. Um, but it's just situational coaching and execution, and they don't have that right now. They're not able to close the door yeah. in any game. And if you're constantly playing from behind, that that's not a good position to be in all no. the time. And so also what you were saying before uh, – I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Alexander Madison, Madison, he's not helping this offense at all like you are saying, and so that could be partly due to the struggles on offense. And honestly, I think he's a big part of why the Vikings record is what it is right now because – He's not making the defense respect the run at all. He's not keeping them honest. He's not keeping them honest. We miss you, G. He's not keeping the defense <laughs> honest at all. And it's sad to see because when Dalvin Cook was out through injuries the last two years, every time Madison came in, he stepped up and produced. Yeah. And now he's the main character in the stage and he forgets his lines? Yeah. What the fuck is that? No, yeah. That was badass metaphor. Or was that metaphor? Analogy? Analogy. How you t- okay. 
How you doing? Can All right. analogy without anal. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go through the annals of history tonight, aren't we? I feel like a lot of people in this league are familiar with anal. <laughs> 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 okay. All right. Buster, shut up. Good boy. All right. Also, uh, other news. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs restructure their contract. He'll be making $210 million over the next four seasons, which is 52 and a half million dollars annually the contract is also guaranteed over the next three years big money good for him i guess security yeah the rich get richer um also i thought this was funny aaron Rodgers could be back by playoffs i mean dude Uh, no no i i mean if if tell me hold on tell me the amount of drugs tell me the amount of ayahuasca i need to come back to playoffs from an achilles tell me right now give me give me a stat all right, let me break it down for you here. Five Oxycontins, four morphine shots, which is highly illegal now, two Quaaludes, just to come back into practice shape. Getting back into game shape. Are we talking, was this daily or just a one-time use? Uh, at this point, daily. You got to get the mind into the game mode as well. Okay. Uh, at that point, consult a physician. You may be in danger. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Um, we also got a couple notable uh, injuries on here. Anthony Richardson of the Colts. Uh, he's such a good guy. He may be too good of a guy. He diagnosed himself with his own concussion to the team. That kind of reminds me of that old commercial we saw as a kid as a, hey, coach, I, I tipped it out of bounds. That, uh, hey, yeah, pa- pass it like, on. It's the state championship game. Come on. He's like, coach, I touched it. <laughs> yeah. The rest of the team's like, this bitch. This motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know what? He chose the, if that's the case, he chose the correct game to do it against my piece of shit Texans right now who <laughs> aren't did. playing worth the fuck. Uh, at the same time, the Texans are missing their entire offensive line. Everybody's second string or third string. And that's why you see CJ Stroud running for his life every play. Pierce can't get consistent yardage because he doesn't have consistent blocking in front of him. Mm. It's like the walls are closing in right now, and a defense can only do so much is what we were relying heavily on coming into the season. Um, All in all, Anthony Richardson looked great, explosive, Mm -hmm. a difference maker. Unfortunate, but at the same time, you see situations like Tua Tagovailoa going through the concussion uh, stages of last year. You don't really blame the guy. It's his rookie year. He's got to protect the money, and he's on a rookie contract. So why uh, risk it going against the Texans right now when you're pretty much already dominating every facet of the game? Yeah. I mean, there's no pressure on the Colts either. Nobody's expecting nobody's expecting wild card. Nobody's expecting playoffs. So, I mean, yeah, like you're right. There's no reason to to go out there and put, and put yourself on the line, right, especially in Tua's case where he may or may not have – Shortened his career just a little bit with uh, what with what happened last year in his yeah and, and I mean you know kudos to him because um, referring back to that as well the coaches sent Tua back out there basically in a daze mm-hmm. for two straight weeks so you can't really rely on the coaches and trainers consistently to make the best decision for your body yeah and your career at that point because at the end of the day everybody's got their own agenda coaches want to win they want their best players out there yeah. Um, and you know, he made that call of saying, Hey, I'm not feeling myself. And you know, it takes a lot of character, a lot of guts. All right, man. Yeah. Dude, you're just coming out so positive today. I really appreciate it. Are we going to get a, well, I got Aaron right now. 
Am I gonna get am I gonna get carne later for twelve pog? Oh, it's like Jekyll and Hyde, baby. Once the the potions start flowing through the body, it's a gradual process, but you'll know when he's out. How many ounces are we drinking tonight? Tell me. Tell the tell the listeners. Ounces. Oh no, I'm sorry. Where's my math? Sixty <laughs> ounces of alcohol, eight ounces of Red Bull, thirty six milligrams of Zen, and I'm ready. <laughs> It's Wednesday night, baby. Y'all shut the hell up. I got work in the morning. <laughs> All right. Now, let me see another one. Uh, we have Joe Burrow tweaking his calf again. Uh, his status for Monday Night Football is up in the air. We'll talk about that later. Uh, Saquon uh, injuring his ankle mm. against the Cardinals, which was tough, very tough. Um, we don't know if he'll be able to play this Thursday. He's going to get it tested. You can see the frustration on Saquon's face, too, as he was coming out. He's yeah. somebody that wants to be out there. He knows he's an important factor for his team's success. I'll start. And you can't rely on Daniel Jones to be the one to carry the load for the team. No. You know what I mean? And Jan- Daniel Jones relies a lot on his legs also. A lot of his long runs have come off of RPOs with Saquon, yeah. making that defense respect who he is as a player. And he's an X-factor in himself. Uh, big names going down early in this season. Mm-hmm. You really don't like to see it for anybody. Even you may, uh, even like everybody else in the league, you know, you always want to have a healthy season as a league. So you're playing against everybody's top teams. Yes. And now everybody's in scramble mode, trying to find waiver pickups, making sure they got the right people on the bench. It really brings a different um, factor into the season. Yeah. I mean, it's almost, it's, there's a little bit of a, you got a different mindset when you're going on playing in an NFL. When you're going on playing somebody with their total potential, right? It can make a it can make a win that just just that much better, and it could make a loss a little bit more reasonable. But it definitely takes away from the excuses, right? When somebody's missing a few key players, and then you know they bring that up in a loss, it's a little bit annoying. Yeah. It's a little bit immature. Yeah, uh, that's me. That's how I am. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I mean. When it comes to NFL, you want to see, you know, people are out there paying their money for these tickets. You want to see the best game ever, you know, you want to get your money's worth. It's a big reason why they're protecting the quarterback so much. I really feel like a lot of these penalties roughing the passer are kind of soft. A lot of these look like just football hits, typical football. Yeah, helmet to helmet, throw a flag. Yeah, that's 110%. But when you hit the quarterback straight in the chest in the middle of his throwing motion, you're not going to stop your momentum going down. You're creating more of a a risk to injure yourself, especially being that size, going that fast. Yes. You're going against your natural motion. I think they mean well, but they're going to do more harm to the integrity of the game and to the defensive players mm. in the future. In the future, that's right. Um, we have uh, David, Montgom- Gum- David Montgomery got carted off also with a quad injury. Um, that may or may not be good news for uh, Jameer Gibb owners, hopefully. <sighs> really not surprised by that he always starts off strong he mm-hmm. shows he's a big factor of every game plan in any offense he's montgomery in. montgomery okay yeah, yeah but he's always had an injury bug following him every year he hasn't had the lingering season. ones right yeah, yeah yeah he hasn't had a full season in the last four years what do you you always got a game plan if you draft someone like montgomery to handcuff the backup because you never know oh wow he's not getting up everybody else is getting up then you realize, oh wow, he's on my roster. Fuck me, you know. So <laughs> yeah. it's it's one of those high risk, high reward picks. 
Definitely. Uh, we got a, a few player stats. Uh, a positive one is Puka Nakua of the Los Angeles Rams. Say that that name five times fast. Puka Nakua, that's a fun name. That's a fun name. Is now the only player in NFL history to start an NFL season with 10-plus catches and 100-plus yards in the first two games of the career. Those stats are cool, but those stats are so limited. It's so diluted now. I feel yeah. like every time – Someone's the first to do anything. It's such a tedious stat. To yeah, feel. they got it. Like they got it. Just looking for a headline. You're trying to water it down to where you can finally make the NFL historic stat. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But good on him. He's doing badass. I tried oh, trading for him and I can't get him because I don't got shit. But he's he's doing <laughs> dude. He's doing badass in place of Cooper Cup, who is not there right now. Uh, just came out of nowhere. I didn't know who Puka Nakua was. Nobody knew. Nobody knew. Who nobody Puka Nakua was. did. <laughs> suddenly, everybody's bidding on the way. The fuck wire. does Puka even mean? It's got a lot of different context. We'll go down that later down the line. Maybe off the record. Okay. Sure. Uh, but, no, he is doing – him and uh, Williams, Chiron Williams, running back for the Rams. This AI had the Rams going 0-17, right? That's to exaggerate. Going 0-17 because I thought they were going to do absolutely trash, and then I was also thinking, you know what? This probably be the year that – uh. That Coach Sean probably puts it away, too. He's going to go into broadcasting, all that good stuff. But, hey, they're kind of – they're keep they're keeping it alive a little bit. You got good leadership like Matthew Stafford Definitely. at the home. He's got a lot of young guys around him. But if you got someone the young guys can look up to, it's a contagious effect. And it's showing right now. They believe in themselves. He's giving them confidence. I firmly believe that this separation between Akers and the Rams – is going to be good for the Rams and good for Akers and himself because there's been a lot of um, animosity between the two teams, between the team and Akers the last yeah. few years, and that's never good for a locker room. No. It was especially with Akers still being healthy. He came off his Achilles injury, oh, man, off a few uh, – not a few months, but he came off about – I wanted to say I think it was about seven, about seven months, which is crazy, the breed of athlete, what you can do. And, I mean, if Aaron Rodgers getting top medical – profession i think maybe right when the season ends he'll probably start being healthy to work out yeah, again there's a big age factor in that you got oh acres, fuck, that's right about- acres is young the body's yeah. still healthy aaron Rodgers is on the back end of his career he's old and it's, it's a mental aspect for him he's competitive he's ready but the mind and body always don't agree with each other yeah and um that's going to be the big difference in that i don't see aaron Rodgers coming back full 75% if he does come back before playoffs. And he's going to have to make the same moves. Um, yeah, I don't see him really coming back. If they do bring him back this year, the same at all. And any Achilles injury is hard to come back from. You're relying on a lot of change of direction, planning down to throw. It's going to be a big hurdle to come back from. Um, other than that, that's the only difference I see between the Cam Akers and Aaron Rodgers' Achilles injury. Definitely. You better go the other way. All right. Uh-oh. We have another guest here, and we just lost one, Buster. Mikey G just came into Stone Cold's entrance, glass breaking everywhere. It was either that or Buster destroying the property in this apartment. Yeah. <laughs> You're back in the Tahoe? Nice. If you see a Tahoe around town, you know who it <laughs> yeah. is. Okay. All right. G's going to take a potty break. All right. But last one uh, on the docket for NFL news. 
which was a, uh, an insult, a passive-aggressive insult stat. Aaron, you're going to love this one. Justin Jefferson now has more career receiving yards than any Bears receiver in their franchise's history. That'd be great if he played for the Bears. <laughs> that's, like To me, that's just another Example of what you said. Yeah, you're, you're trying to build the momentum, the headline behind Justin Jefferson. Not to take anything away from him. He's a great receiver. Yeah. He's a star in the league. But when you start naming stats like that, it almost deludes the accomplishments of everybody that's put in the many years before him. Yeah. You don't know what's going to happen. His career is still early. You don't know what's going to happen later on down the line. And then something does happen, God forbid. What's that stat now? Yeah. Nothing. Well, the stat is mostly for how bad the Bears are. Everybody knows that, though. <laughs> Everybody knows the beer, the Bears are bad. You know, like, they're going to go through their own struggles, but to be comparing one receiver to another team's franchise, completely off topic, completely irrelevant to me. If I was... If I was a Packers fan, I would fucking love this stat. Yeah, I mean, the rivalries in that division run deep. You got the Lions, the Packers. That's not Stone Cold's entrance. That was glass. That was actual glass. Buster, get away. So, yeah, you that when it comes to, like, the get Packers, away. Packers, Bears, Lions are always going to be grabbing. And Vikings. Vikings as well in that division are always going to be looking for that. Ha ha stat to throw in each other's face. Yeah. All right. So, uh, breaking news. We broke a glass. <laughs> and that all comes down to ownership as well. <laughs> Aaron, shut the hell up. And I, you know what you asked me, you're like, dude, do I hit my dog? Um, after a bad podcast or after a bad week. And I told, I told Aaron, no, I hit my dog after good weeks. That's just funny. The only reason I bring that up, he's laying on the floor and his eyes are just scanning the whole room. Like he doesn't know what direction he's going to get hit from. Every other dog I see, even my dog, lays on the floor and they're at home. They're safe in their own mind and they're sleeping. You know why? Because I, I don't physically abuse a chihuahua. Well, when when you that's that's the thing, though, it's a chihuahua. Buster's a big old mutt lab punk motherfucker. Right, and there's a there's a piece right there, he and a couple, it now. a couple behind you, right there. You see that big one, and then right there by see the this big one, by, by the yeah, there you go. He's talking about the twenty four ounce. I'm gonna too. I'm gonna step on this glass later, and that's just gonna come down the lashings that uh, Buster gets. But like it's okay, Bubba. Character. It's okay, Bubba. You know, you know, you did fucking, you did wrong. Hmm? You know, you're bad. That's not even a pet. You're squeezing his skull. Yeah, there's a little tiny piece right there. All right, that was all of it. That's all I see. All right, do me a favor, G. Pick that up and put it into the food bowl. And um, we'll deal with that tomorrow. Meaning it's going to stay there. <laughs> hey, I can, can I actually go to jail for what I'm saying? Or is, I can just joke, right? Yeah, you gotta, we you, we got to have over 1,000 listeners for that to happen. Right now we're at 999. So I can I can say what I want. Though. That's pretty badass. Free pass. All right. But how not, was not every pass? <laughs> how how uh, uh how was dinner? Oh, angry. Angry vibes. That's the best kind of dinner though. It's better I feel like than, you're not the only one in the league who had angry vibes at dinner going into Tuesday and Monday. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. would you have rather have an angry dinner or, or a quiet dinner? Angry dinner builds tension, makes everything great. 
<laughs> it makes the food a little bit better. Quiet dinners are too boring for me. I, I talk a lot. I got to find some reason to be pissed off, which is why I'm perfect for this league. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Aaron. Aaron's been a good addition to 12 Pog, definitely. But we just got done with a uh, 130-minute segment, and uh, we're on to the second. Now we're about to start. Uh, we're going to go over. Well, it took us two hours to get here, folks. <laughs> oh, yeah. I had technical difficulties for the longest time, but uh, but we're here now. I'm here now. Yeah, you're here now. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of 12 Pistol. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. uh, <laughs> all right. Let's go over a couple uh, marquee matchups. The first one I want to talk about. Thursday night football, Vikings versus Eagles. Vikings losing to the Eagles, 28 to Eagles, 34. Vikings are now 0-2, the Eagles 2-0. Mikey, there's something uh, you pointed out on here, and it was a very good, uh, very good topic. The tush push. Oh, okay. yeah. The tush but push. before we get into the tush push, let me ask uh, a variable in the tush push. Does the size of a quarterback ass matter in the tush push? Now, Jalen Hurts has got a pretty good tush. Is that a good key factor in in uh, completing a tush push? You got to have a huge ass. You got to. And you're... <laughs> <laughs> Aaron was like, no, I got to say something. <laughs> in any tush push, the size of the ass is relevant. <laughs> yeah, you got to have a huge ass. And Jalen Hurts has one of the biggest asses in the NFL. He squats damn near... Oh, 600. pounds. Yeah. So, I mean... It's going to work all the fucking time. I hate the play personally, but if you have the guy and the ass that you can use. If you got the line and you got the ass. To me, it's like if you can't beat a join it type of thing. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, if, you like, can't join the, if you can't beat that ass, join that ass. Join that ass, man. Like, it, the league hasn't deemed it <laughs> sure illegal. Idea. De- league hasn't tush, deemed it illegal. Tush push. Tush push keep, big keep, keep doing it until they say you can't do it anymore. Yeah, exactly. It also goes into like a life lesson as well. <laughs> yeah, You're spitting some some facts there, Aaron. But G, uh, tell me tell me what you thought of that Thursday night game. It was it, which yeah. one? GP versus Bernie or <laughs> uh, the Eagles? It was a very high scoring game. We were talking about Alexander Madison and he how the Minnesota needs a key running back and we're talking about how they can help that helps keeping the defense honest the opposing defense oh, honest did you talk about cam Akers getting traded already yes we did okay and cam Akers going over to minnesota tell me what that does for minnesota after you tell me what you thought about this game i just um i thought the vikings defense didn't help kirk cousins at all kirk Cousins did his job he did his job that defense just couldn't stop the eagles um and they couldn't stop my boy deandre swift 175 yards on the ground, 30 fantasy points. Didn't expect that from him. Swifty ass. Uh, but no, yeah, the defense for the Vikings is a straight dookie, man. It's not as good as it used to be back in the day. Um, okay. <laughs> but no, yeah, it was it was entertaining. But on the Eagles side of things, they're, they're definitely not playing their uh, best, best brand of football. But that doesn't matter. You don't want to be playing your best brand of football in the beginning of the season. You want to be playing at the end of the season. So... Right yeah, now, these are character-building weeks. You see really what the team's made of whenever they're faced with adversity. And every team needs to find that in themselves as the season goes along. You need to know what you got at the dinner table. You know what I mean? <laughs> Especially when guests are coming over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you 
want to know, hey, when our backs are against the wall, we're going to go out fighting like hell. We're not going to curl up in a shell. You know what I mean? So remind me to have dinner at your place. Oh, it's great. <laughs> uh, let's have a podcast. At your <laughs> yeah. You're going to hear nothing but barking from a pissed off chihuahua, <laughs> which is perfect. <laughs> but no, this dogs here. This game, this game was uh, the records don't show what both these teams are. You know what I'm saying? I mean, definitely uh, Eagles being 2-0, it's deservedly so. They just came off a Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Uh, appearance, not a win, but a Super Bowl appearance. Um, they have a lot of high hopes. They're still doing well. Adding additions such as DeAndre Swift, who got the ball 30. 20, 28 times. Okay, almost 30 times, which pissed me off. Right, <laughs> A.J. Brown. But overall, being an Eagles fan, you're happy to see that kind of production, right? And then, uh, who was it? Wasn't, was it Gainwell? Um, I keep getting them Kenneth. Right. Kenneth Gainwell in there? Yeah, what about Kenneth? Uh, who's who's the one that's injured right now? It's Kenneth Gainwell. Okay, then was it uh, Scott or was it... Oh, uh, Boston Scott went out with a concussion, and that that's what kind of led the way for yeah. DeAndre. But it was the other running back. P. Ryan? Not hmm? P. Ryan. Um, no. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, number... <sighs> Aaron? What's his name? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's Rashad Penny. Penny. Rashad Penny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rashad Penny. Yeah, he went in. Uh, he touched the ball four times. I think he fumbled once and then recovered it. So they're yeah. like, you know what? Now get him out. He's going to get hurt. <laughs> but, I mean, it's it definitely does help open up their offense a lot more, right? With Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown, and Goddard. But, yeah, I mean, it, it, it didn't look as smooth as it should be when you're ex- having but high hopes and expecting. I, but like you said, you don't want to be – you don't want to be playing your best. I mean, I guess it's the time to start experimenting. If you kind can, of if you can win ugly and get wins and build up, you yeah, know, your chemistry back up again. And in the middle of the season, you're you're doing good, you're playing subpar, you're playing average, and then when you hit the playoffs, that's when you hit your stride. Yeah, and that's what the Bills didn't do last year. They played their best ball first couple of weeks, idiots. And we crown, I crowned them as Super Bowl champs, uh, but fuck them. You know what? <laughs> The Cowboys fucking suck. Then they do. They have they play. They play against playing New their York. Best ball. They're playing. No, they're playing their best ball. G. They are. Yeah. And you can't. Exactly. You can't play your best ball in the league and still win. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it in the first two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> but but with Vikings being owned to the the my my main key that we were all talking about was is yeah at Madison it it's been tough for him. Buster. Well, it was even tougher after the game for him. Yeah, he's been getting harassed by fantasy players, and with that. They went overboard there. Yeah, it, it's been there's been a long history. There's been a bunch of people. <laughs> there's been a, a bunch of players that have had that happen to them. And I mean, at the end of the day, it's fucking fantasy football, which means not real. Oh, uh, right? I, I don't think I think it was not just for fantasy, but like just in general, they oh fans and football. Yeah, no, yeah. no, like the yeah, he was getting it was it was insane. Oh, then that's that's all the time. But. uh on the key subject, he was saying that fantasy owners were were yeah. harassing him. I guess that was some of the marquee stuff. But another thing on the Eagles, Jalen Hurts is playing through like a shoulder injury is what he told Donovan McNabb earlier this week. So I saw a report. Who's talking to McNabb? Uh, Jalen Hurts. That's so funny. And he's just everything hurts on Jalen. So <laughs> Then change your name. <laughs> I don't know. Right, Donovan's like, change your name, brother. <laughs> You should take mine. <laughs> Jalen McNabb. McNabb. <laughs> uh, but 
Eagles getting that. They moved to 2-0, and one of the undefeated teams. Uh, next up, we have Packers versus Falcons. Falcons winning 25 to Packers 24. Uh, Bills versus Raiders. Bills winning 38-10. to They get back. They came back. Bear back, right? Bear back to back. Bear back to back. Back to bear back. And then we have Ravens versus Bengals. Something to talk about right here. Ravens winning 27 to Bengals 24. Mike, you have on here, Bengals still suck. Yeah, they do. Yeah, people are not Joe Burrow happy. only had 35 yards in the first half passing. And you can't do that I, as a number one NFL player being paid he again. Did, he did uh, tweak his calf again, so that might be a reason mm-hmm. to why he is playing the way he's playing. He can't get that deep ball down because that calf is not, you know, uh, allowing him to, you know, plant on it yeah. and get those deep balls down to Jamar Chase. So that's why I think you kind of see a dip in his production right now. Yeah, I know. Um, still not playing like the big money man, like that he was given. He needs to be for the team. At the end of the day, yes, I do agree with G that calf is a big factor. Um, it takes a village, though. You may every village has a leader, but if the village isn't contributing evenly, and the supporting cast isn't no, picking up the no. slack, then. You know, you're gonna he have said that twice time. already. It takes a village. That's, I'm writing that down. You're, you're gonna. It's gonna be a hard road if you're constantly fighting from behind and unable to find a rhythm in this league. Yeah, for sure. Um, but the Ravens, they looked pretty good. Their defense is good. Uh, I really didn't watch much of that game mm-hmm. because I don't like AFC North football. So I really, I tend not to watch those those teams no, go at it. Games, everything My about team. that whole conference is just physical, <laughs> violent. You gotta appreciate when we got ball, okay? We just went through two hundred plus days. You've gone through two hundred plus days every year of your life so far without ball, okay? Just take it in, all right? When it's fucking, <laughs> when it's week zero and you're watching fucking Alabama versus Del Mar College, we are watching ball, all right? We're just, I mean, but the point is, you're gonna, you gotta watch ball, all right? Watch balls. Show us your balls. I wasn't watching that one. I wasn't in the region. <laughs> I do have, I do have NFL Plus, but I, I, I chose to watch the Chiefs and Jags on CBS. I thought, I thought it was gonna be the Texans versus the Colts, but it wasn't. That was on Fox, which is weird to me. So, because usually I, I watch that game. Texan, <laughs> the Texans play on CBS like every fucking every Sunday. Sunday. You know what I mean? They played on Fox. I was yeah. surprised. So they had the Chiefs, Jaguars uh, in the first early game window and on to CBS. Go back to Mikey's point, the Bengals' offensive scheme relies on the deep ball a lot. Yeah, a lot, a lot. And if you're not able to provide a consistent threat to that secondary, and you're really not consistent running the ball, you find yourself in a weird in between. And right now they have to find their identity again. And the offensive line isn't doing that great again for the Bengals. Uh, For the the Ravens, I guess they're doing pretty good. Solid Zay Flowers. I guess he's the number one. Um, But yeah. The Ravens? No. Oh. 12 Pop. What team's he on? I don't even know your Troutman's Trauma Center. Troutman's Trauma Center. (laughs) Uh, Changing the name one week after I said I wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) I remember you saying that shit. <laughs> after you know, after so many like alerts, you think, "Oh my God, somebody scored!" And it's like so and so is now questionable. <laughs> you start questioning a lot of things. Oh God, because you don't you don't have a Dolchich anymore, do you? Nah, he's gone, Bono, dude. Yeah, I'm sorry about that, but yeah. Uh, also, uh, 
Odo left with an ankle injury? And a big ass. And a big ass. His ass? Kim ass. Oh, Kim Kardashian. They're just hanging out. They're fucking. But that's ball, though. We have to report that that's ball. If also, every game do you think he texts her? I'm coming home again. Bro. Probably. I text her. Yeah. He's still scoring at the end of the day, yeah, even when he doesn't score. He scores on and off. He likes to get shit on, too, if y'all don't. Oh, yeah. Yeah, don't forget about that. He likes, those big he likes to get shit on, on and off the field. <laughs> okay, next up, <laughs> we have Seahawks versus Lions. Seahawks winning this 37 to 3. Was it really 37? No, 37 oh, okay. At the end of the game. 37 31. Gino wins at the buzzer. Very Tyler Lockett. Very good. Very good. Next up, we have Colts versus Texans. Colts winning 31 to Texans 20. Colts now 0-2. Tech. Oh, I'm sorry. Colts now 1-1. Texans. I was about to say Texans are 2-0. I wish the Texans were 2-0. Texans, and yeah. Right now we're just a dumpster fire. <laughs> Texans 0-2. We got Bears versus Bucks. Bucks winning 27. The Bears 17. Bears are 0-2. Bucks 2-0. Next up, we have Chargers versus Titans. We have a total mid-off. And I'm saying that with my heart. <sighs> Titans versus the Seawards. Titans winning 27 to Chargers 24. Titans 1-1. One one. Chargers 0-2. We have Cardinals versus Giants in a nail-biter. Almost not allowing a point in their first two games. The, I'm talking about the Giants there. It was not pretty. Not pretty at all. But they came back. It was uh, 28-10 or 28-0, uh, the comeback. I think it was 28-10. No, it was 28 their lowest 28-7 probably. I think so. But able to come back in that and win the game 31-28. Um, Giants now 1-1. Cardinals 0-2. They're not tanking. No. Or they're, 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 they're doing a good job faking. The Cardinals faking. defense doesn't look bad. No. No, no, no. They're still tough. They're still gritty. Yeah. They're faking the tank. They're uh, they're fake kneeling the tank. There you go. That's what I meant. Up for the Oscar for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 49ers versus Rams. 49ers 30. Rams 23. 49ers 2-0. Rams 1-1. One one. Jets versus Cowboys. Cowboys getting 30 versus Jets beating two New York teams. Absolutely destroyed them. Absolutely. From the opening gun, they were just outplayed, out hit. In every facet of the game, the Jets just did not look like they were in the game at all. That game was over after the first quarter. Yeah. God, it was it was it was tough. It was tough to watch, especially for me. Goes being back a, to Zach Wilson made the show he could play against big name teams, mm -hmm. high caliber defenses, and you know he made a lot of bad decisions. O line really didn't help him again, which is mm -hmm. why they're in this situation because the O line didn't help Aaron Rodgers. Uh, you know they didn't even help him off the field. Kind of this would. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, these would just be Aaron Rodgers' problems. They'd be probably faced a little bit better. He'd probably be able to read the, uh, read the defense. But I mean, all in all, I think even with Rodgers there, it still would have been a close Brees loss. Hall is not happy right now. Four carries. Four carries. Called his coach out. Yeah. Everything. Four carries. That's a that's a dig. And right now, you're gonna see how well this locker room sticks together because these are the weeks where you see if. There's confidence behind the organization, behind the quarterback, behind the coach, mm -hmm. and it doesn't. It looks like it's slowly starting to dissipate at this point. Definitely dissipate. Good word, man. Good word. Commanders versus Broncos. Commanders winning it 35 to Broncos 33. Hail Mary was good, but the two point conversion was not. 
Um, right now, give me a quick answer from both y'all before I move on to the next team. Give me a grade for Russell Wilson's uh, performance right now. Average. I mean, actually, no, he's actually doing better than I expected. He's just not – right now he's not showing, and he's shown multiple times, when it comes down to key moments, clutch situations, he doesn't make the right decisions. Mm-hmm. He panics. At the end of the day, he doesn't come out on top. So take that how you will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> G, what do you think? Uh, yeah, he's doing pretty good. I mean, I think the team's not helping him out. Um, Sean Payton, I love that they're losing games because of how he was talking shit to Nathaniel Hackett. Um, but I just think the Broncos is just the – they're always going to be the Broncos. They're not that good. Mm-hmm. They, they know how to, to lose games. They don't know how to win. There you go. So <laughs> You can't – you can't lose games in the NFL and still win. Exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> um, okay, so let's go on to Sunday night football, guys. We had Dolphins versus Patriots. Very close, very good. I'm saying that out of bias from Patriots fan. Um, Dolphins 24 versus Patriots 17. Dolphins now 2 0. The Patriots now 0 2. Dolphins had uh, two close games where they won, and Patriots had two close games where they've lost so far. Um, tell me your thoughts on the game, guys. Um, I think the Patriots, they let it slip away in the third quarter. Um, they were there. They were right there. A couple plays away from, you know, being in the game and maybe actually <coughs> winning the game. Uh, I just think the Dolphins schemed up a good offensive game plan mm-hmm. and uh, against Belichick. And Tua's 5-0 and against him now. So Yes. Uh, Tua and Tyreek Hill are the difference. And M- Mostert had a big game. Huge. That, that, ground, that ground game opened up a lot of things. Uh, but, um... Yeah, it was overall good performance by the Dolphins. Patriots, they're a tough team. They'll get on track. I don't think they're going to start 0-3. I don't know who they got this week, um, but who do they have? They have. They have the Jets, dude. This is a big game for both teams. That's right. I mean, the Jets can go 1-2, and two, but um, the Jets have, they haven't beaten the Patriots in forever, so it's a big game. It's I think the Patriots game. get back and they go. They start 1-2, and two, not 0-3. All right. But this is the first time since 2003 that the Patriots are 0 2. Damn. Yeah. I think we're going to. 20 years. We're going to get to the Super Bowl then. <laughs> oh, yeah. 1 and 3. They they went. Yeah. That was the. Yeah. Yeah. Another year. Uh, that was crazy. Side note. Crazy we went, game. We went uh, 2 and 2 and we won the Super Bowl. That's awesome. We I was on the coaching staff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Aaron, what'd you think of the game? Man. Carnet. Patriots are constantly putting themselves in positions to be competitive, mm-hmm. and they're making these uh, teams, these high-caliber teams. They made the Eagles work for it. They're making the Dolphins work for it, work for it this past two weeks. They just need to figure out how to maintain and close games at this point. Uh, granted, we didn't really have high expectations for them either coming into this year, but Mac Jones showing that he can run an offense – it's just bad turnovers at bad times. They turned the ball over twice in the opposing half of the 35. You're not going to win a lot of football games like that, especially getting the ball back to Tua, to guys like Jalen Hurts. They're going to make you pay for those mistakes constantly, and it comes back in close games like that. Um, all in all, I thought it was a great game by both teams. Dolphins, at the end of the day, Mozart making them respect the run, opening things up for Tyree Kill, Higgins, Tua, who are a pass-heavy team. Higgins? Gotta, I'm sorry, not Higgins. Waddle. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, that'd be dirty. That would be fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, that'd be dirty. <laughs> dirty. Waddle, and it, it makes you 
have to second guess at that point when Mozart's getting his rhythm like that. What do you want to stop at that point? You got to take the lesser of three evils. Yeah. Four. If that, was, that was, uh, they, that was, they had asked Belichick, right? Or they had asked uh, either his son. They said, um, we'll let you run all over us, but we don't want Tua leaving this game with 400 yards and two TDs, you know? Yeah. And so <laughs> I think, and that's what, I think that's the strategy now, right? I mean, you'd rather have rushing yards on you than somebody air, on paper airing it out on you, right? Definitely doesn't hurt the ego as much well, in today's know. game. They can keep they can keep running it down your throat, running it down your throat, and you can't stop it. What what the Eagles did against the Vikings, it kind it kind of demoralizes a team more yeah. than passing it in the air. Yeah, in my now, opinion, if you're constantly overpowering a D line, pushing that front eight back, it tires down the defense. Yeah, and at the end of the day, when it gets to the fourth quarter, yeah, that's when you see it starting to take an overall effect. Your defense is constantly on the field. You're seeing the time run down against you, and it is very demoralizing. Um, at that point, it really brings out the character in your defense of what are you really made of? Are we going to bend but don't break? Yep. Are we going to be stubborn against the run and make this quarterback pass against us, show him that he's worth the money that he's getting? It's a big mental aspect to the game plan. Bend, don't break, bitch. <laughs> I'd rather get ran on than passed on. <laughs> Shared idea. <laughs> All right. Uh, we already went over the Monday night game, so those were good. Uh, Saints winning and the Steelers winning. Y'all talked about Nick Chubb or what? Yeah, it was yeah. tough. That was very tough. Uh, you can go back and listen on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you get your podcast. iHeartRadio, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I think Google podcast. Yeah, Google. Yeah, that's badass. We have a, there's a lot of platforms. Yeah. You can uh, listen to us on all of them. Yeah. X and XX, too. <laughs> <laughs> that's our main one. All right. Okay, so let's go over NFL Week 3 preview real quick before we get into 12 Pog. Um, we have Giants versus Niners. This is Thursday Night Football. That's the game tomorrow. Who do we got? Well, since Saquon is out, mm. um, it's an easy – not easy. I don't think it's going to be an easy dub. I think the Niners pull it out. Um, mm-hmm. like in the fourth, they pull away. I'm going to say 31 to, to, to 17. 49ers, uh, I mean, G says 49ers pull it out. Aaron, are they uh, pulling it out or are they leaving it in? Honestly, I think they're, they're going to leave it half in. <laughs> <laughs> um, too many offensive weapons for the Giants to really account for right now. Defense is solid. They're going to give the Giants problems. They're going to make Daniel Jones have to make a lot of decisions. He's probably mm-hmm. running for his life. And right now, you don't until we see what Matt Breed is going to do, you don't really know how their run game is going to be uh, against this defense. So I have the 49ers winning 31-14. to 14. Nice. Did you give me a score? Yeah, 31-17. I'm going to say 31-15. And, uh, <laughs> no, because Brandon, Brandon Ayuk is a game-time decision so okay uh that doesn't make the biggest difference with all those weapons that they got i'll uh i'll say niners 27 to 12 okay all field goals <laughs> field goal game um next up Chargers versus vikings both Ooh. teams zero and two and both quarterbacks filling up the stat pad can they get the win on sunday this is a uh <laughs> You lose, you're fucking done for the season. 0-3 is a fucking hard hole to get out of. Shared <laughs> <laughs> um, idea. Get out, get out the hole. Uh, I Man, 
so you got Chargers versus the Vikings. Vikings. Like these two teams are on paper, on offense, both are just high powered offenses that you think, you know, they should be at least two and uh one and one or mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or I don't know, man. I if the Chargers lose this one, Brandon Staley's gotta go. You gotta oh, fire he's, him. He's already done. You gotta fire him. How can you not do anything with that offense the past three years, right? The past three seasons? He's, he's been there? Our, he came off totally aggressive. All right, let's start going forward on fourth and six. And now he's being a big old puss. And he's playing it too safe and it's hurting us. Yeah, there's <laughs> I was listening to uh and, uh, PMT. To PMT. They and said they that made he was a, good a nerd. Point. And yeah. then he's like, I'm not going to say it, but I'm not going to say the P word. And then he also says, he's a pussy. He's a pussy now. It's crazy. Um, but shit, it's a tough one. Tough I one. like the Vikings in this one. Just because I think Kevin O'Connell is a better coach. And like you said in one episode, I think he's going to get outcoached by Sean Payton. And that didn't happen. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. But, um, but I think... Adding uh, Cam Akers to the team. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I really think the Vikings are going to get back here. I think it's at home. I think the Vikings are at home. If I'm not mistaken, if it's not, if it's if it's in LA, it's still a home game. They have no fans yeah, out there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think Austin Eckler isn't going to play. Um. So I think I got the Vikings in this one. It's going to be and Joshua Kelly didn't have. It's going to be a good performance. It's going to be 28 to 24 Vikings. Another close one. Yeah. That's they. They love to play those close games. They do. Um. So, Fuck. I have the Chargers winning this, but barely because they always make it interesting. I have the Chargers winning this twenty-four to twenty. Uh, I see this being a consistent defensive battle up until a certain point, and both offenses are really going to have to earn whatever they get. Yeah. However, I, I do think the Chargers finally break through on the win column here, and the Vikings are still going to be finding themselves right now because they're going to have to implicate. Acres into the lineup. Madison's got to show that he's not the guy or that he is the guy given the first two week performances. He's got a lot to prove. Yeah. And now he's got more pressure on him. If uh, the Chargers defense still plays like they are and Herbert and then the coach execute and game plan like they need to, uh, I see him pulling it out, but they always make it harder than they need to. So it's going to be a close game, 24 to 20 Chargers. So you see him pulling it out and then making it harder than it has to be. Yeah. Nice. Okay. I'm going to say the Chargers win this game, but they leave it in. Okay. And I say we leave it in until we get soft at the end. Chargers win um, 21 to 17. <laughs> Don't look at me with that ugly face. <laughs> Next up, Colts versus Ravens. Colts Ravens? Colts Ravens. Give me a quick one. Man, I don't know. I th- I don't think Anthony Richardson is going to play. I think he got ruled out today, actually, mm-hmm. by uh, Adam Schefter. Minshew is the greatest uh, backup quarterback of all time, according to a lot of people. Um, I would argue Jacoby Brissett. Anyways. <laughs> okay. Now, um, you know what, man? You know what? I'm going to have to take the upset here. I got the Colts winning You this just one. want that Because upset. you know why? Because it's some motherfucker the on the Baltimore Ravens <laughs> stole the Colts from Baltimore. Oh, the Baltimore court, Baltimore Colts. And so God, now say that. it's just a get back game. Okay. Winning back. So yeah. I got the Colts winning this After one. After 40 years. 26 to 23. Okay. Colts winning. Lamar Jackson has a bad day. DeForest Buckner gets in that ass. Okay. All right. 
Uh, I have Garner Minshew, if Anthony Richardson doesn't play, still carrying this offense consistently. I think this will be a closer game than most people think. I will also have um, the Ravens performing as well, just not as dominant as most people would like to think on paper. Yeah. I'm going to go with this being a low-scoring game, 21-17 Ravens. Okay. I'll go ahead and take the Ravens also. And... Dang, y'all, y'all are just going against me. Well, I'm using common sense. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say the Ravens 24-13. All right. Next up, Titans versus Browns. Give me a score. Titans-Browns? Mm-hmm. Ooh, it's an ugly game. Um, fuck. I'm going to have to go ahead and say Titans. They got Vrabes over there. Yeah, I got Titans. Nothing else much to say. Yeah. Aaron? After seeing the abysmal performance of Deshaun Watson throughout the night after his main workhorse, Chubb, not giving him that extra time or respect on the defense accounting for the run, uh, I see <laughs> I see Titans winning also. Uh, I still think this is going to be an ugly game. The, the Browns still stay in the fight. They just don't do what they need to do in key moments. And right now they don't really have a flow on offense. Uh, until we see that Ford who's replacing Chubb, can show he can pick up where Chubb left off, which are big shoes to fill, ginormous shoes to fill. That's such a key factor in every game of playing against Nick Chubb. I still see the Titans winning this in a very low-scoring game. Very low. I say 14, 14-9. 14-9. Ugly score for ugly U- game? Ugly score for the Titans. Ugly game. It's the ugliest game of the week. Okay, I'm going to say that the Browns get this win. And I'll give you an ugly score. 18 to 12. Okay. Field goals. I'll go 17, 13 Titans. Okay. Um, we have Falcons versus Lions. Falcons Ooh. are 2 and 0. Oh. I like this one. I like it too. Like this. This let, me say, right here. let me say, let me say, Jack and Goff will get, we'll have over 300 passing yards. This, hey, but. The Falcons aren't to be like taken lightly, right? No. This defense is good, but I think they're a little, little peds because they didn't take any kneecaps last game. So we're going to take some kneecaps this game. Not uh, literally because uh, Nick Chubb too soon, right? Yeah. So uh, I'm going to say Lions win this 33-28. Uh, a little note here. Amon St. Brown is day-to-day right now with the toe. So you don't have to play with toes, but, um, no, uh, I like the Falcons team, dude, that I like this team. Um, Desmond Ritter, pretty solid He's quarterback, serviceable, solid. He's a serviceable quarterback. We'll see what he can do later on in the season. Uh, Bijan Robinson just looks like a monster already. And then, um, I mean, Drake London got some, some balls, mm-hmm. some balls in those hands of his, Yeah, he can handle but some I balls. think they need to utilize Kyle, Kyle Pitts some more. If you start to utilize him in the game, in the, uh, passing game, I think a lot can happen at offense and then a you lot put, more Then you put Taylor Heineke in and shut it down. He's the backup, right? Hell yeah, he is. Well, I like Desmond Ritter. I like Taylor, but, um, <laughs> shit, man, I, I, and Lions, they coming off a tough loss. Mm-hmm. That 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 opener they were supposed to win, and but they didn't. No. So no line on the sideline anymore. No, no lions on the sideline. Who wins in a fight, a lion or a falcon? Uh, depends. If the falcon takes the eyes out, then falcon. That's a good point. <laughs> That's a good point. 
Falcon will get a few strikes in, but the lion will time it and show him why he's the king of the jungle. This is a Blaine question. We got Blaine would give us a good five minute answer. Yeah, I don't got time for that shit. All right. Uh, yeah, I think this is going to be a slugfest, but a good high scoring slugfest. And they found a star in Bijan. And he's going to be someone that is going to be consistently in the game plan now, which is why I think the Lions are going to strictly game plan for that run going forward. And they're going to make Ritter make a, make a lot of decisions and show that he can pass this game. I have this game going the Lions. I'm going to go 31 to 28. Ooh. Lions. Okay, yeah, nice. I, I got the Falcons in this one. Okay. 31 27. I can <laughs> I can kick a Falcons ass. I can't kick a Lions okay. ass. All right, next up, we have Saints versus Packers. I can kick a Saints ass. <laughs> we got Saints versus Packers. Give me a score. <laughs> I like uh I like the oh, fuck, this tough. That's a tough game. I like this one. They're both what are they? 2 and 0. Oh no, 1 and 1 and 2 and 0. Um I'm gonna have to take the pan the Packers. Packers. The yeah, I got the Packers. I think um Jordan Love has another solid game. Hopefully Aaron Aaron Jones is in there. If he is, they get the win definitely. If he's mm-hmm. not, um It's gonna be a sloppy game if be, it's not. It'll be it'll be sloppy, but it'll be tougher to win. Yeah. But all in all, I got the Packers winning this one. Um let's see, twenty five twenty two. Okay. I love my boy Love. And I know he's going to show out this Sunday against the Saints. I think he's going to be tested, though. That defense, is good. That, defense, that defense the Saints has are good. And you know what? If that Saints offense can get rolling, it'll be dangerous combination. Right now, I have the Packers winning that game. I think it'll be a – I think it'll be about a 28-17 game. And it just depends because I Packers? feel like – no, 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 no. Oh, uh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, Packers. 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 28-17. Might not have Jamal Williams. May or may not. I mean, they, they do rely on a lot of passes out of the backfield mm-hmm. running. So we'll see how they game plan for that. They got a lot of big names out of their backfield gone. Until Kamara comes back after week four. Mm-hmm. After this week. After this week. Yeah. After, after Kamara comes back after this week, they're going to still have to find a way to game plan their running backs into it. When Kamara's back there different factor yeah that's why i still think the packers pull away with this one because they're not gonna have the game plan as much for the running game and running back so they're gonna focus more on michael thomas they're gonna focus on olave and they're gonna they're gonna pull it out at the end just in time. i was gonna say i was gonna i was just thinking in my head i was like we gotta make a segment just for aaron where we, he only does the games and then we're it's just who pulls out aaron <laughs> <laughs> Aaron pulling out. That's that's yeah. that's your new segment when you come on. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're gonna be talking about uh let me think of a name. It'll be like NFL week five pullouts. Uh preview preview pullouts. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just you talking. <laughs> All right, next up. Oh, uh I have I want I think Saints win, but I'm gonna go with Packers winning. Um 27-24. Um, okay, so Texans versus Jaguars. Ooh, AFC South. Like I've always said, I've always loved watching these games and the fucking wait hungover and shit. What do you think, Aaron? This is coming from a Texans fan. <laughs> Texans Jags. We are going to get shit on because 
we have no offensive line, all five starters out, three of them season-ending injuries. C.J. Stroud is going to continue to run for his life. Pierce is going to struggle finding any running holes. If we end up winning this because the defense makes plays, they make touchdowns. However, after what they showed this past week against the Colts, Gardner Minshew tore him to pieces still after Anthony Richardson left. I still see the Jaguars beating us 24 to 10 Jaguars. Yeah, the Jags are pissed. Uh, Jags are pissed. They got shut out last week. I don't know. Yeah, they did. They, they just kicked field goals against the Chiefs. That Chiefs defense is the real deal. Um, but, yeah, I got the Jags winning this one. C.J. Stroud, he's kind of uh, – Really doing impressive, man. I, I, I like what he's doing. With the line that he has, he's been putting up some some good numbers, but uh, he's a rookie. He's going through it. He's going to have to go through it. So I got the Jags winning this one, 41 to 10. Sorry. <laughs> what do you got? I wouldn't even argue that either. I wouldn't argue that either, but I still think C.J. Stroud's uh, getting a lot of respect from his teammates. He's got the respect of the team. Yeah. His coach believes in him. They just got to find the pieces, and right now it's like a big-ass puzzle when you lost a few pieces on the floor. All right, wherever you're going to find them, whether it be under the couch, in the chair, you <laughs> you don't know, but you got to find them in order to finish the game. That's right. Sorry, Buster's being Buster right now. He's busting up the podcast. There he is with his take. He's got Jags, so do I. Um, next up, we got Broncos versus Dolphins. I got the Dolphins in this one. It might. I mean, the Broncos could surprise us and win this one, but mm-hmm. the Dolphins, man. Whatever they scheme up week to week, it's just man. I it's like too watching much. that offense play. Mike McDaniel. After learning uh, some more facts about him, I respect the guy. But man, yeah, he's a football guy. Shit, man. He's su- he's such a a good game planner on offense side of the ball. It's it's crazy. Like. Man, you have Tyreek and Waddle. You have that like, man. You have a lot of weapons. Mm-hmm. Shit, I'm I'm scared of the Dolphins. To be honest with you, they could take it. They could go to the Super Bowl. I got that'd the Dolphins here. I have the Dolphins winning that division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. But I got the Dolphins winning this one, probably thirty-four to to twenty. Thirty-four twenty. Yeah, thirty-four twenty. I the, would I would say like the Commanders put up thirty-five on the Broncos. I know. But that's what the Eric Bieniemy offense. So, I like that. Sam Howell. Sam Howell. Is it Howell? Yeah. Sam Howell's not bad. No. At all. He showed what he could do during the preseason. That's whenever I really started believing that the commanders could have a consistent offense. He's finding the big names. He's making smart decisions. And he is not scared to fucking sling it. Hell no. But, yeah. Who you got? Who you got, Aaron? Uh... I have the Dolphins winning against the Broncos. I have them winning 24 to 13. Um, I, I still think the Broncos will put up a fight, but at the end of the day, there's too much fire, firepower at the other end. Yeah, I'll take Dolphins. All right, next up, uh, Patriots versus Jets. Zach Wilson is just he can't catch a break in these first few weeks. I know he's going against another tough defense. Yeah. Um, yeah just... Belichick's going to make him win the game. Just, yeah. yeah, he's he's gonna game plan for Zach to to throw that pigskin around, but you know you need to give the fucking ball to your running backs. So give the ball to Hall at least ten to fifteen times. Let Dalvin take it 
10 to 15 times. Come on, do you need to help out Zach? They, that offensive court, oh, Nathaniel Hackett did not help him out by giving no. Brees Hall four fucking touches. And Dalvin Cook, I don't know how many touches he had, but there was no running game. It was non-existent. I think Zach Wilson led the team in rushing. And when that happens, you're going to fucking lose. Yeah. And that defense, I thought it was the real deal. I don't know what the fuck happened. Dak Prescott isn't that great of a quarterback right now, in my opinion. They're getting off scotch-free, the Cowboys against the New York teams. And you know what's tough is at work, I was hearing nothing from – I was hearing nothing but uh, that Jets defense is good, and look what we did to them. And I was like, fuck. I was like, you know, that's not the same defense nah. when it's on there 80% of the time. Yeah. You know? And I, I'm very high on the Jets defense also, and, and I, th- I still think they're an elite defense. You're on – yeah, like Toon said, you're on the field – Majority of the game, the yeah. offense is turning the ball over constantly. At what point do you say, hey, we need to help our defense out? Not the defense helping out the offense as is the contrary argument, but they, and when I say they, the Jets did not help out Zach Wilson's confidence at all this no, past game. No. Did not. And uh, I'm going to. Who are, the, who are the Jets playing? They're playing the Patriots. I still see the Patriots giving the Jets hell. I, I see if the Jets win this, this is going to be a 21-17 to 17 game if the Jets win this. And you know what? I Against what my gut's telling me, I'm going to take the Jets winning 21-17. to 17. Whoa. Okay. Damn. Patriots win. You're crazy. <laughs> but, but, no, it's going to be a tough one. I mean, Belichick loves playing against young quarterbacks and – I don't know. It's it it probably be it's. Yeah, I don't know. He he's gonna plan for them giving Brees Hall way more touches, right? But I definitely still think that uh, Brees Hall will. There, the Patriots are looking a little tough against the run. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's not. (laughs) You can't rely on Garrett Wilson constantly making plays if he can't get the ball. At which point, give the ball to Hall. Make the defense respected. Make the defense respected. But yeah, I mean, I still got Patriots. They haven't been very good on the run. I still think Brees Hall is going to get uh, get his. Who has him, Brandon? Yes. Yes. I still think Brees Hall gets his. Zach Wilson will have a tough time, and our rookie cornerback, uh, Gonzo, dude, he's a bad man. He I is think good. I like him. I think he's gonna. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna give him a. Uh, very well. I think the Patriots yeah. actually drafted very well this past draft. Defensive, uh, defensive, defensively, yeah, yeah. And but that's always been y'all's identity mm-hmm. is defense. Y'all have always had big names on defense. Your defense has always stepped up to give the ball back to Tom Brady <laughs> in clutch moments. When Tom Brady's in a clutch moment, that's a given. Fire in the hole, you know you're going to be all right nine out of ten times. Yeah, but not with Mac. <sighs> with Mac, we got we got a lot of things with to Mac, work on. It's like four out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got our. Is this our last game? Oh shit, no. Let's get it quick. Um, we got Bills versus Commanders. Scores. Ooh, Bills Commanders. I like this game a lot right here. I got the Commanders winning in a surprise way, uh, twenty four to twenty one. Commander Sam, how? How? Yeah. Okay. I have Commanders winning. <laughs> I have Commanders winning eighteen to fourteen. Oh, oh shit! Ugly. I got Bills winning um fifty six to three. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> All right. That commander's defense is no fucking slouch. 
No, it's not. But a good defense versus a good offense, it's going to be a good game to watch. Yeah, it's going to be a good game. And next up, we have Panthers versus Seahawks. Um, Seahawks all day. DK has fucking 400 yards receiving. Yeah, I got the Seahawks in this one. Uh, I'll give you a score, 31 to 17. Okay. Who are the Seahawks playing? Panthers. <laughs> I, I think that's going to be a close game also. Really? Yeah, I think the Panthers still keep it close. I just, but at the end of the day, Seahawks pull it out. 14. Yeah, no, I, I think the Seahawks pull it out. 14 to 8. Okay. When when do when does a team when does a team pull it out and slap it with them? Slap them with it. When when is it when is that? When you find your rhythm okay. game. You know, you know where Any of these not. matchups, is there a matchup to where okay, that team's pulling it out and slapping it? Uh I, th- I think at that point, if you're in a good rhythm, you just leave it in. Okay. But we, we'll start seeing after week four, like you said, is when they start pulling it out and slapping them with it. Yeah, no. And, and, then and putting it back. Yeah. Okay. You know, some teams are like, oh, I pulled out. I'm still hard. I got to go back in there. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that, that's, that's pretty much Niners. When this I think ball. when that I think pull, when I think pull out, slap them, and then put it back in, I think Niners. They have no babies at the I end think either. Brock. The baby, Brock hard. The babies is the trophy. They can't do it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to take Seahawks in this one. Cowboys versus Cardinals. Just give me a score. I don't care. Um, I 30, mean, yeah, we're unbiased. 37 to to 14 Cowboys. What have the past two scores been? 30 and 40? Cowboys 28, Cardinals 17. I still think they keep a – oh, man. It, yeah, no, I, I'm not going to be dumb. Um, it'll be Cowboys. I was just think of a score. I'm going to say it's going to be over 35. Yeah. The Cowboys have a, it's, they've outscored their opponents 70 to 10. Yeah. That's New York. Kinda, they've outscored New York. Yeah. The state, which is fine. Um, next up we have Steelers versus Raiders Sunday night football. Jimmy G versus Kenny Pickett. This is what everybody's been waiting for. Fuck no, man. God. <laughs> hey, it's ball though. It's ball. I know. Yeah. I'll still watch it because yeah. it's Sunday night football, but fuck man. It's just not about I, week twelve is whenever I'm like I'll just watch halftime and <laughs> I'll go to bed. I think the Steelers win in ugly fashion because they know how to win ugly, and that's a good mm-hmm. attribute to have in the team. You win ugly games, awesome. Two but, two historic franchises going yeah, against two each other. historic franchises that aren't really fucking his, like historically good right now. Nope. Well, the Steelers have been to the playoffs every fucking year under Mike Tomlin, so I can't really say that. But this team is just kind of up in the air. Yeah, but I. Cannot get behind Kenny Pickett at all to be a consistent threat at quarterback for the Steelers, but their defense makes me always want to go for them. Yeah, I see the Steelers defense winning this again. For oh, them. congrats to uh, JJ Watt being the franchise leader. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, and sacks. Yeah. It's not JJ. JJ was the Texan. TJ. TJ. Yeah. TJ. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um. That I see the Steelers defense winning the game I feel like this a fucking week. Idiot. I still, JJ. still, fucking, I still think it's an ugly game. Fuck. And I, <laughs> I see, <laughs> I see the Steelers winning this. I'll break another fucking glass right now. Oh, I that fucking pissed me off that I said that. I still, I, I, I feel like the Steelers are gonna kick a lot of field goals. I'm gonna go 16 to 12 Steelers. Should I go pick up their kicker, Boswell? Is it still Boswell? He gave me 15 years. Uh, Do you have Boswell? No. Dude was stacking up points left and right. I have him in my Yahoo League, which I'm 2-0 in. 
Oh, nice. Yeah. Ugh, Yahoo, see the though. Raiders not producing mm. anything on offense against his defense. Yeah. yeah. If Josh Jacobs fucking carries the ball eight times for a negative two fucking yards, they ain't going to fucking win. And they're not going to fucking win this game. That defense is for real. Even though Hayward is out, they mm. did okay without him. Yeah. I don't know. Minka, I don't know. I think I think he's gonna I think he's gonna play. I think he's gonna play. I feel bad for the guy. I know he didn't mean to no, break his no, leg. No, 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 no. No, I mean look at the way he went in on the tackle. It was all momentum it, falling it down. Mo- it was momentum falling down. Yeah. There was no straight intent to take out Chubb. No. These guys, for the most part, I don't think mean to hurt each other unless Sean Payton's your coach. Yeah. But I that I, I don't think he should be catching a lot of controversy for what happened to Chubb. No, I don't think no. he has. Uh, but uh, also accident. but also Baldwin lies, so maybe his leg will do the same thing soon. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, no, I got the Steelers in this one. Uh, I'll give you a score, 24-17. Okay. What you got, Aaron? I still see it being low. I'm going to go um, 17-12. to 17-12 Steelers. Okay. I'll give you 23-20 Steelers. Okay. Next up, two Monday night games, another doubleheader. We love doublehead over here at 12 Pog, all right? <laughs> <laughs> um, we got Eagles versus Bucks. Base Bucks Bucks. G. Hell yeah. Um, I know who you're taking. You're taking the Base Bucks Bucks. I am taking them. I am taking the Bucks. Uh, I think Mike Evans fucking has a great monster night against that secondary because they're banged up. He has a they're monster buck. Monster buck. <laughs> um, Baker Mayfield is balling too, man. Um, hey, the Browns are starting to regret that, aren't they? I think he. Oh, I just, think we're getting. I think we're getting feelings for our ex. I think he's just in a better system, man. He has he has Mike Evans and Chris, Chris Godwin. Godwin. Those are good guys to throw to, mm-hmm. and for that reason, I think that he's going solid O line. Yeah, ho- hopefully they gotta they gotta protect him this week against the Eagles on Monday. No, they do. If they don't, well, then I think the Eagles win this. But all in all, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say the Bucks. You know, slime slime it up and pull it out. You know. Mm, okay. Um, they win twenty four to twenty three by a fucking point. Okay, I think if anybody's got a strong pullout game in this league, it's the Bucks. And knock if you buck, baby. I got the Bucks beating <laughs> the Eagles. I got the Bucks beating the Eagles in this one, twenty one to seventeen. Okay, I'm gonna say just to be funny, um, Jalen Hurts is gonna is gonna touch that ass, and he's gonna he's gonna fuck the Bucks. Okay, so Jalen's gonna hurt. The Bucks, fucks. Okay. Eagles. <laughs> All right. Oh, also, I think he's gonna I think he's gonna give AJ Brown a big game because what happened last week. And I think they're gonna cut He wants that though. I do want that. And I think they're gonna cut DeAndre Swift's uh reps in half, but I think DeAndre Swift is still gonna be fucking crazy productive. I mean, almost having thirty carries is crazy. And I think he's probably gonna have about eighteen to twenty. Now, nah, fifteen to twenty in that range of carries, and he's gonna do what he what he does, or he'll probably have less with just high yardage. Cause, yeah, yeah, because yeah. he's gonna be good. Um, next up, we have Rams versus Bengals. <laughs> what do you say? No, I, I just, I mean, the Rams are are pretty are formidable. Pretty real. They're not. I'm not, I'm not gonna say they're real, but they're, they're frisky. They're frisky. They're very frisky. And Puka Nakua is gonna have like fucking twenty receptions for two hundred and fifty yards. I mean, that could happen. He had fifteen this fucking past week. Yeah, which is insane. But fuck, man, Joe Burrow might not play because of or his calf lingering strain. calf strain. I wouldn't play him. 
So for that fact, I think he's not going to play, and I think the Rams pull this one out. We've been saying pull out a lot. How could you not? <laughs> <laughs> I like the Rams in this one, man, because they were up on the Niners 17-10 to 10 going into the seen, fucking third. I haven't seen a good enough game to keep it in. <laughs> no, yeah. I, got, I got the Rams in this one. Okay. Um, probably 20-17 to 17 because that Bengals mm. offense hasn't really shown me much. Mm-hmm. So, Go ahead, Aaron. Let me hear it. Fucking Bengals are dog shit. With, uh, with um, fucking. I'm sorry. What's uh, Joe Burrow? Yeah. Right now, being in, they haven't looked on rhythm. If he's out, fuck. It's that guy on the dance floor, offbeat to the song. I think the Rams surprise people. Yeah. And beat the Bengals this week. I still think the Bengals don't put up a lot of points. I think the Bengals only put up ten points. And I have the Rams putting up 24. Okay. I'm going to have to say the same thing. I think Bengals go 0-3. If they get a, a, a playoff spot, it's in the wild card, right? I think Matthew Stafford rams the Bengals. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Team. I mean, right now, Joe Burrow is looking like the end of uh, the Andy Dalton era in Cincinnati right now. It's looking a little tough. I, you were doing good, Tim. <laughs> I think you know what. Here's my thing: the Bengals are going to sit him because they just invested a lot of money, mm-hmm. and they're not going to risk injuring him and still having to pay him all this guaranteed money. Yes, at all. So right now they're going to play the long con, and the Rams are confident. They're hung. A gust of wind gets them hard. <laughs> they're ready to fucking put it in anything. Okay, <laughs> love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point about Joe Burrow. You know what, man? If he's really hurt. Just fucking shut it down. This could be a, a a a lost season, but who gives a fuck? Fuck the Bengals. <laughs> That's true. Or that for you. Uh, let me see. So real quick, give me a hot take going into week three for the NFL. Oh man, here we go. Hot take. Yeah. So I'll give you an example of what y'all said. Y'all had Colts versus Ravens winning. Give me something similar to that. <laughs> Shit. Hot take. I think. Baker Mayfield, top three passing yards going in out of this week. Okay. Um, shit, man. I think, I think the Jets go into going on win and, and make the fucking Patriots zero and three. Even though I probably said that the Patriots are going to win, but if it's, if I could, had to get a hot take, <laughs> Jets go and beat the Patriots and put them at zero and three. I think Cardinals sneak three interceptions against Dak. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, real quick, guys. What pissed you off this week? Sport uh, in, in the NFL world, what, what pissed you off? In the NFL world? Yeah. That there was two games on Monday. You don't like a doublehead? Nah. I'm just sorry, dude. Just one head? Just one. I like just tuning in on one fucking game on Monday night. Mm. I've come to agree with G on this one. I do like, I don't. On Monday nights. I don't hate the idea of, this is why I disagree. I don't hate the idea of two games on Monday night. Uh But if you're going to have double head, one of the head has to be good. Okay. You can't have two bad heads. You're just like, at this point. You can't control the head. You can't control the head. You got got the game, the girl. For the fucking entertainment. 
Huh? You're still there for the entertainment. Look, dude, you're getting we paid for streaming services. To Aaron, watch look, let me head. tell you something. You're getting head, and when look, <laughs> you're getting head. Be appreciative. You're getting head. Double all right. Head this past Monday was like both of them. Getting head, head is better teeth. than no head. Like we're getting ball. I've I already told my you dick this. In a pencil sharpener. I wanted a fucking vacuum. I'd rather have the pencil sharpener than no <laughs> than no pencil sharpener at all. That's fucking sadistic, dog. Do you, well, and you know what's crazy about that too? Yes, I appreciate good ball and and like anybody else. You just gotta appreciate ball though. Head. If I'm committing two computer <laughs> screens to different games, that shit better be worth my while because I'm giving up video game time. All right, and okay. that's good. Okay, head. consistent. Okay, okay. So you're talking about the sacrifice, which is time, for some head, and it better be good. And that both. Both the head was not worth my the, time. Both heads were were not up to par. Yeah. Okay, okay. At that point, you're thinking about two different heads while you get head from the head that's there. So let me ask both y'all this right now. We're about to get double head again. Are y'all gonna Are y'all gonna take the head? Well, yeah, it's there. Well, then what are we arguing about? But I just didn't like. I don't, okay, but I you like you're taking the head, but you just didn't like this no, first time head. I got it off and slapped it. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, we're getting Eagles Bucks head. We're getting Rams versus Bengals head. We're getting premium head. I don't want to have to get double head and have two different imaginations to get me there. Okay, so how about this? What's worse? Two two mid-ass heads or one really bad head? One really bad head. That's worse, right? Just one bad Monday night head. Well, like bad and good or no, bad, bad, bad? What's What's worse? Like two averages or one bad? Because where you're stuck with one game, you are stuck with one game, and it's just bad. You can't flip I guess, back and forth. I guess, I guess a double bad in the other term, you're speaking like that. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Two games, yeah, but in the other term. <laughs> you want, okay, so one bad head. I'm going to say two averages, because at least with one really bad head, you could focus on the other head. Mm-hmm, exactly. And with two averages, you're flipping between channels and nothing good's on. Well, with two averages, you're going back and forth, and you're just kind of seeing. Well, if I'm getting one bad head... One bad game, I'm I'm fucking stuck with it. I can't change it. That's all the ball I can get. But I'm gonna take it because it's ball. All right. I am taking head no matter what. Yeah, but if you have one good head, you know she's good at head. The other one's bad at head. We are you no know, longer you, talking the same head. No, no. Uh, I'm thinking with the other head. But I'm you, going. That's you're instinct. thinking with your other head. That's, that's your right instinct. head. I'm not gonna go against nature. All right. You know what science says, and you can Google this. Okay. All right? If Someone is particularly extra bad at something. Yes. They're extra good at something else. You can utilize that. All right. But if someone's completely average equally yes. at one thing, that means they're going to be average at everything else. <laughs> and at what point, where do, you, where do you draw the line? You go to the kiddie pool, huh? You go to the sprinkler. I want a water slide. Look, I was just, you can't control the head. I was just pissed that we got, you know, I didn't like, I don't like two games on Monday. Okay. Well, y'all heard my take right now. I got pissed off at y'all. Okay. Okay. I don't, okay. My take or what pissed me off this week, guys that don't appreciate just head. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Anyways. <laughs> no, you, Aaron. <laughs> do you go to a dinner for an appetizer? Do you go to dinner just for an appetizer? When you go to dinner and if dinner's shit, you're still going to eat dinner. Yes. Yeah. But you're, that's, you're but that's not dinner. <laughs> that's an appetizer. If an appetizer sucks, you at least know dinner's going to be good. Okay, what are you pissed off about in the NFL world? That's the question. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Here I am. Uh, I'm pissed off that the fucking Jets defense who I backed up 
all week just showed yeah. I didn't know a fucking thing about football. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, that's good. Together. That's good. And that, that was my same thing at work. It, it sucks. It sucks. Um, all right. 12 Pog. Aaron's gone. Carney's back. How you doing? Actually, Carney kind of showed up when we talked head. Double head. All right. Some head. All right. So let's talk this first game right now. Um, Los Alamos Jacks versus sixth grade Chris. Mikey G's never beaten Chris until last Sunday. Mikey is now one and oh versus Chris. Chris is now five, five and one, five and one versus you. However, you are now two and oh. Chris is now oh and two. Yes. 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 Let me go. Sorry. Let me go okay. see my team real quick. So that was a very good game. I'm just gonna go over scores real quick. Uh, okay, we'll go. Okay. We'll go over uh, your notable players, right, right quick. Um, G one fifty six to Christopher's one thirty nine. Very close, but still no cigar. Scared me. He Mahomes twenty two. Robinson thirty. Swift thirty. Diggs <laughs> thirteen. Metcalf thirteen. Evans twenty nine. Let me see. Christopher Smith. Geno Smith twenty three. Barkley, 28, CeeDee Lamb, 25, and Christian Kirk, almost 22, but still no cigar. G's now moved up to 2-0. Next up, we have the Catalina Wine Mixing, Gilbert DeLeon, two-time, two-time, versus Tony Adams, Steven Starcher. He, no, wait. No. No, it's, uh. It's, oh, I'm sorry. I mixed that up. Versus Dolchich and Cabana. No, versus Tr- Trotman Trauma Center. Oh, it says right here. Oh, Trotman, yeah. Trotman Trauma Center. Yeah. Gilbert DeLeon versus Aaron Estrada's Trotman Center. All right, Aaron coming up on top, 109.24 to Gilbert's 89.7. Gilbert is now hosting another clinic. He's holding a clinical. He lost um, Montgomery, even though he's on the bench, and he did think he lost uh, Cooper, but Cooper played. It's not, It's it's all okay. Gilbert had Herbert with 22, Mixon with 14, Debo Samuel with 22, and that's about it for Notables. For Aaron, Aaron had Jordan Love with 20, Tyler Lockett with 25, Zay Flowers with 10, and Justin Tucker with 10. Also, Eagles defense with 10. But very good. Good game. Aaron, you are now also 2-0. and You know what? Is that him? I'm God. fucking excited and thrilled given the circumstances of this roster. But I said mm-hmm. from the very beginning, next man up, and mm-hmm. we are resilient. This team is resilient. Can you change your name to that? Next man up? Yeah. Fuck, dude. Don't use this foreplay. <laughs> uh, it's head. It's head. <laughs> you know what? I was excited to see. You know, I was having a little bit of a fucking panic attack because I didn't see Kelsey in for the first half. <laughs> most Jordy. And he still uh, comes out with a touchdown. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ex- expected. Running backs didn't produce like I wanted to, but I knew Jordan Love was going to come out and show out. He showed me that. Zay Flowers. Wide receiver one on the Ravens right now. Wide Definitely. receiver one. I thought that was a steal for me. Tucker putting up points. Eagles defense had a lot more points. And, you know, for them to come out 10, I'm happy about it. Gilbert just had some people underperform greatly and it hindered him. Uh, I expected a closer matchup. I'm not going to take anything away from the two-time champ. Respect there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you fucking lost still. Um, but you know, this team shows resiliency and I feel like I have a bench that's going to carry me until the proper key players come back for me. Okay. Dude, we're playing our best ball right now. Fuck. 
right. You can't be playing your best ball right now, Aaron. Fuck, we already talked. Man. Gilbert's Gilbert's doing it the right way, starting on two. Yeah. Fuck. So am I. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we have Lucas Valise versus Steven Starcher. Lucas versus Lucas's R submissives versus Steven Starcher's Tony Adams. All right. Lucas. Oh, losing. I'm sorry. Steven winning 128.7 to Lucas's 119.7. Josh Allen had 24 for Lucas. He also had Ramondre Stevenson with 16, James Cook with 20, Tyreek Hill with 15, and the Bills defense with two. Steven Starcher had Deshaun Watson giving him 11 in all of his hands. Tony Pollard with 20, James Conner with 18, Devontae with 20, Higgins with 28, De- Darren Waller with 13, and the Giants defense giving him minus two. This guy, he's Steven. Steven's not doing it right, right? Yeah, Steven's right. now 2-0, and oh, and he's uh, he's starting off hot. You're not supposed to do that. No. No. I'm sorry, Steven. You're going to lose momentum. <laughs> His birthday is on Sunday. I'm is it really? Mistaken. Yeah. Shit, I didn't even know that. Right? <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, T. Higgins did win. Oh, definitely. Next up, we have. Oh, we already did. Yeah, it's, it's Sunday. Sunday? Yeah. Okay. Hopefully he loses. Um, next up, we have me, Jack and Goff versus hometown hero, Mickey Irwin. <laughs> and this game was lost on Thursday night. <laughs> Thursday, let me tell you what happened Thursday night. It was Eagles versus Minnesota. Jalen Hurts on this is Mickey's team. Jalen Hurts, 27. Devontae Smith, 23. TJ Hawkinson, 25. And that was all you needed. To play against me because I scored a total of 79 points. Oh, Lucas, I mean, Mickey also had 24. <laughs> Gus Edwards with 13. And all I had was Jesus in my corner and my prayers. <laughs> but the NFL doesn't believe in God. <laughs> so so I lost horribly. Mickey wins 144 to my 79.44. See, this is a case of not pulling it out. This is just leaving it in. He's a father now. He's got experience in this. So yeah. with this going back, the perfect analogy I would like to make on this is when Peter Griffin's telling Lewis, she was just laying there like a pillow, taking it, and she's like, I was at my mother's that day. Your team didn't even show up. No, did not. Did not show up. They didn't want to play today, except Pickens on the bench, but Pickens is just – an absolute psycho. He just plays when he wants to play. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I'm going zero and two. I'm uh, I'm just gonna keep saying positive. Y'all don't know the mental uh, strength you got the the mental strength you gotta have when you knew you lost Thursday night. That's Fuck, it, man. Yeah, that's, that's it's just when you knew you lost tough. Thursday. That was it. That's big toughs. That's big toughs. Next up, oh, breaking news: name change. Flaccid Chubb, Mikey R used to be Girth Girthy Chubb. Now Flaccid, Flaccid Chubb versus Chasing Your Virginity, Brandon Acosta, former <laughs> champ. Mike Yar won this 147.78 to Brandon's 109.46. Not- notable players for Mike Yar was Lamar Jackson with 23, Rashad White with 22, Wilson with 16, Keenan Allen with 31 points. Son of a bitch. I don't know what that feels like. Nico Collins with 27.6. Notable players for Brandon, Chua with 12.2. Derrick Henry almost 20. DJ Moore was 16. Mark Andrews was 15. Mike Williams was 16. Young Hoku and the Browns defense giving him 10. I don't know what these numbers feel like. So that means when it happens, I will appreciate it more. Good job to Mike here. He's not one and one. Brandon Costa also one and one. Take a shot to Kilo. 
I could probably use a shot. I'm saying everybody scores and how much points y'all are scoring, and I've never touched that ever. Look at this fucking block. Dog. Like I've never touched head. Hold on. Oh, we got uh because we love Hold ball, we got on. uh look at this fucking blindside block. We got NFL highlights in the background. Let me see. Randy Moss. Oh! <laughs> Fuck, that hurt my ears. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was fucking dirty. We, they can't do that shit no more in the NFL. No. Seeing Tom Brady highlights only hurts my heart. Damn. That's why I'm playing like this. Get a shot of tequila out. Okay. I actually have no tequila. I only have whiskey and vodka. Well, that's even better. Okay. We'll take a shot of tequila after We're these about to get matches. fucked up right now. <laughs> Next up, we have Mean Machine uh, Ryan Rangel versus Blaine's main event, Blaine Uso. Not that one. <laughs> that one. Those are no, no, yeah, not that. Those are signed. <laughs> Gosh. All right. Um, all right. So, last game. Main event, Blaine Uso versus Mean Machine Ryan Rangel. Ryan Rangel won this 134 to Blaine's 105.9. Um, for Blaine, he had Justin Fields with 13.7, Brian Robinson, 23.9. Oh, Bijan. Okay. Bijan Robinson. You could see the mix up. Josh Jacobs with 9.9. Jonah Addison with 16. Jameer Gibbs with 12.9 and Dolphins with 12. Ryan, however, had Joe Burrow with 15. Kenneth Walker with 19. Justin Jefferson, big game again, 24.9. Olave, 15. Henry, 17. Hunter Henry with 17. Michael Pittman with 13. God, Ryan? I'm just jealous. And Cowboys defense was 17. I don't think anybody scored over, like, when they're starting, over, like, 20 for me. But whatever. <laughs> I'm happy for everybody else having fun. Let's end the podcast. I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of done with everything. Okay. All right. Hey, that was week two. Y'all are both two and zero. Oh. I am zero oh and two. Have you uh, gone over the power rankings? I don't care to. <laughs> well, I'm number one. <laughs> uh, Tunes last. Oh, definitely. Uh, Aaron is number three or number four. What are you four? Four? Okay. No, wait. I'm second to last. Blaine's last. Is he? I think so. No, you're last. You have the you have the least amount of points. Oh, I think I am last. <laughs> Bitch. You're you're fourth? Who's the behind who's in front of you? Oh yeah. Me, Ryan, Stavi, and then Aaron. Yeah. Top four. Okay. So that was week twelve. Um we said the power rankings. F uh we had Fab uh just last night. It was oh, pretty yeah. big. That's, uh uh Aaron spent sixty dollars, sixty F F A B dollars on uh, Jerome Ford. That's right. How do you feel about that? I actually feel very confident in the investment. He said he wanted to be part of a winning team. I had the money to blow. I said, let it go. <coughs> and I could not have let R, who's already got a good team, get more get more of a, of a standing because he already had Chubb. He had Chubb, and I'm not going to let him get that running back. R, if you're listening to this, go fuck yourself. I'm greatly happy that I took that shit from you. And the satisfaction I got from you being salty as fuck this morning got me even harder than I already am. Tune, <laughs> uh, you spent thirty five. I spent thirty five on Kareem Hunt. So y'all both y'all got the Browns running backs. Yes, Mikey, you spent twenty dollars on Dell from the wide receiver from Houston. Lucas spent eleven dollars on Adam Thielen at Carolina. Big Luke spent six dollars on Dawson Knox. Nobody else, I think, bid for that. I spent. 20 bucks on Jahan Dotson, basically, because I traded him. Yes, we had a trade today. Um, Bobby Servant Ells spent $2, Steven Starcher, on Daniel Jones, and Cristobal spent nothing on, is that Jordan Reed? 
Jaden, Jaden Reed from Green Bay. Chris doesn't fucking spin any. <laughs> I don't think he knows what it uh, is. I think he does know, but I just think he's like, mm, no. Oh no, he does. He he put he plays bids. He yeah. plays bids. Okay, that's right. I love you, Chris. Um, what else? Oh, uh, w- preview week three. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. All right, first one. We'll just get mine out the damn way. We got me Jagannath versus Lucas Valise. Our submissive. I got myself because I gotta I gotta stay like that. I got my mindset. I think I'm gonna win this week. Tell me what y'all think. Well, let's see. Um, I got I gotta look at the matchup real quick. My bad. My bad, dude. I was like a- acting as if I knew who was gonna yeah. pick already. <laughs> but I was trying to get to the app. <laughs> Let's get to your game. Jagging off. Son of a bitch. He's got. Versus R's submissive. I really don't understand that name still to this day. And his infatuation with R. He loves him. I don't like that. Uh, Okay. Allen, Stevenson, Cook, Hill. Fuck. Like I said on last week's podcast, he has big playability. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe you, you know, maybe this is the week you, 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 uh, Change the tide, you know, and maybe you win this week. I think I'm going to give it to you, too. Thank you. You always go for the underdogs, but you never go for me. And uh, thank you for doing that today. I I do appreciate it. I think the first two games I I picked against you. Yes, you did. So I'm going to have to pick you here um, against uh, Lucas. Uh, Yeah, who's going to have big days for you? I think Trevor Lawrence is going to have a big day. I think AJ Dillon will have a good day since Aaron Jones probably won't play again. Okay. I think he's like, you know what, fuck, I sucked last weekend. I got another opportunity to prove myself. And I think AJ Dillon has two touchdowns. Thanks. Uh <laughs> AJ Brown, Monday night, big game. I got Kittle. I got Kittle, Kittle Thursday. Yeah. We'll see what he what he does uh tomorrow night. Kittle, Kittle Dick. Um and George Pickens. We'll see, you know, that's a Sunday night game. You got yeah. you got some you got some players. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and pick you. What are you shaking your head for? What? I see <laughs> you being a power bottom this week, dude. I see fucking Lucas ramming his shit all the way in you. Um I see Najee Harris not producing Second again. Uh, yeah. I see George Pickens not getting the ball this week. Okay. I see Trevor Lawrence doing great for you. I think Steelers defense is gonna be your highest scoring player. Um, Kittle, hit or miss, don't know. If St. Brown doesn't play, <laughs> uh, anyways, if AJ Brown gets to play, you got a chance. I, I think you're hindering spots on this are Najee Harris, Pickens, and borderline Dylan. Thanks. Your dog agrees. <laughs> you don't know what the hell's going on. All right, next matchup. We have Catalina Winemixon versus main event Blaine Uso. Ooh, spicy Gilbert, Gilbert is 0-2, and so is Blaine also 0-2. Oh, I'm 0-2. Lucas 1-1. Um, anyways, both these teams are defeated. Um, who do y'all got? So, man, it's, it's a this projection. Projections are pretty close. Yeah, but this is a tight one. Tight. Yeah. This is a tight one, and I want to know who's pulling out. <laughs> Shit, man. Uh, <laughs> fuck. This is a big a big game for both of them. Starting 0-3 is fucking tough in anything. Um, but fuck. I'm gonna go Gilbert on this one. I got okay. Gilbert. Um if Eckler plays, which I don't know what the status is with him, 
Um, if he does, I think he wins. If he doesn't, I think it's going to be a tough one for Gil and Blaine mm. gets it. But I'm going to go and roll with Eckler is going to play. And I'm going to take Gilbert in this one to start one and two. Blaine, 0 oh and three. Okay. Um, I'm going to take it real quick. I'm going to say. You've been taking it for two weeks. <laughs> I'm taking a hot take and. I'm taking a hot load. I'm taking a hot shit. I'm gonna say that Gilbert wins. I took a hot shit today. You took an explosive shit in my restroom. It was like a buckshot in dove season, which we're currently in. It was like a bird shot. It went everywhere. I didn't even aim. I didn't even squat all the way down. <laughs> Give me a damn team that wins. <laughs> you know, uh, there's a lot of questionable people on Gilbert's lineup right now. If they play, I take Gilbert. Even if they don't play, I still take Gilbert. In this one, uh, I think Gilbert still has people that are consistently going to perform and put up big points. Uh, Blaine's, see, I love Bijan Robinson. I don't think Justin Fields does anything against Kansas City. Jared Drew's going to have a hard time against Miami. And still really haven't seen anything consistent from Njoku. He turns the ball over. I take Gilbert. Okay. All right. Next matchup, we have Los Alamos Jacks, Mikey G., who is 2-0 versus Brandon's Chasing Your Virginity 1-1. <laughs> chasing Your Virginity. All right. <laughs> that water in the background is a buster. Uh, yeah, no. They got to give Brees Hall the ball if Chasing Your Virginity is going to have a shot. Honestly, I, I'm still going to go. Ah, no. No, I don't. No, I'm going to go with uh, Los Alamos Jacks off for the win. <laughs> That's got to uh, be the name. Yeah, no, I Mike Evans is going to play hard. He's going to get points. Diggs is going to get points. If Jones plays, that's just a bonus. I think Mahomes uh, stunts on the Bears. Uh, if chasing your virginity is going to take a virginity this week, it ain't going to be this one. <laughs> thank you, Aaron. Uh, oh, thank you, Aaron. Shit, man. Um, God, uh, guys, I think I lose. Uh, and I think I lose in a close one to Brandon. So I'm going to... No, I'm man. Give it to Brandon. Um, if Aaron Jones doesn't play, I'm gonna put Brian Robinson back in, which is still a good move. Which is still a good move, yes. But um, of course, I'm gonna take myself. So I really have no fucking opinions on the game. But I'm playing against Brandon. I lost to him in the championship game mm-hmm. uh, back two years ago. So you know, I'm trying to trying to fucking just win here for some pride. Um, but yeah, hopefully, I do win this game. Brandon's got really good matchups. So do you. Uh, Swift against Tampa Bay will be tough, but it's not impossible. He could still put up. And that's a Monday numbers. night game, so I could use that. You know, maybe say I'm down by like ten. You know, we'll but, see what happens. Yeah, you gotta. But he has Jamar Chase on Monday night too, so and this mm. could be a big game for him. So yeah, you have to watch the doublehead. I have to watch the doublehead. I fucking and it always comes down to fucking Monday nights for my fucking ass for losses. Yeah, I remember <laughs> week one, Brandon McManus was kicking the game-winning field goal, and I was up by a fucking, like, half point on this guy, uh-huh. and he fucking missed, and I lost. Oh. It came down, and that was, like, that was the last game to, like, get completed. Like, out of all the games, everything was final, except me and him, and I lost. Fuck. To open up fucking last season, and I knew. I was like, this season's gonna fucking suck. At the time, <laughs> at the time I was working at A1, and whatever, <laughs> cust- whatever customers were there got scared out <laughs> after that missed field goal. The vicious, violent, pissed off yelling, <laughs> which was still mixed with a cloud of happiness at that win. Because that 
Aaron, before that, I had beaten Aaron every week one, the first two years he was in the league, and then he fucking beat me last week, last year. So I was like, fuck, man. I knew I wasn't going to go to playoffs. I knew I was going to miss. <laughs> I'll also take Los Alamos Jacks. It's going to be uh, it's gonna be a pretty good win. Um, next up, we have Tony Adams, Steven Starcher versus the hometown hero, Mickey Irwin. Get up there. Go. He's not listening. Hey, come on. Come here. Come here. Right now. Get here. <laughs> He's just too damn big of a dog. All right. This one, I think Mickey Mickey gives Steven the same treatment as in the same <laughs> amount of points, but Stavi, Stavi will score over 110. But, no, this won't be a close one. Uh, Mickey Mickey's going to put it in his mouth. Yeah, he's going to put it in his mouth, and he's going to fucking just – Grab his head and keep on fucking choking him. Yeah, head. Uh, yeah, I got Mickey in this one. Double header. Yeah. Uh, Starcher is going to be two and one after this week. Okay. And happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, I absolutely have Mickey filling all holes on Starcher <laughs> this week. He's got a strong lineup, high powered lineup, big point mm-hmm. lineup. Uh, Starcher is going to rely on a few names. I think it'll still. I think Mickey still beats him by 20 in this, and I'm going to take Mickey taking Starcher down this week, just like mm-hmm. last week when I took him down right before Lucas's goal line and pulled the pec muscle. Okay. Look <laughs> at your boy Tom Brady go down and still complete the fucking ball. If Patty did that, the media would go crazy. What's the line? <laughs> I don't know. I you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. If Mahomes did this, the media would go crazy. Social media would break. <laughs> Social media would break. There you go. Next up, we have Flaccid Chubb versus sixth grade. <laughs> that's the Rodriguez so Bowl. No, that sounds bad. Hear that again. We have a Flaccid Chubb versus sixth grade Chris. Flaccid Chubb at sixth grade Chris. <laughs> Flaccid Chubb at the 12 year old. That's what that is. All right. So it's a 50 50 right now on the projections, but which is crazy. we don't look at projections. No, we don't. Fuck. Mikey right now has in Roshan Johnson from the Bears because there is news that he's probably going to become the primary back. And he still has Musgrave in from Green Bay, Nico Collins. Jaguars, mm, defense versus Houston. That's a good move. I'll probably have to still give this. I'm going to give this to Chris because I like his receivers and I like Goddard versus Tampa Bay. I know he still has Madison, and maybe maybe Madison has a breakout game finally, right? Week three. Yeah, but hopefully, hopefully they get him more involved and get some goal line touches. And yeah, and I still think Geno Smith is due to break out for a 300-yard game here soon. So I think against Carolina is – yeah. Yeah, so I'll, I'm going to take Chris and a nail-biter. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take Chris as well. Um, I think Lamar Jackson struggles against Indianapolis for some reason, but mm-hmm. I just think it happens. But, yeah, I got Chris in this one. I think Flaccid Chubb doesn't rise to the occasion this week. Sixth grade Chris shows him how to really do it and breaks through in the wing column. Chris, rooting for you. R, shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. that's right. I forgot about that. Okay. Last one. We have Mean Machine versus Trotman's Trauma Center. Projections are closed still. We don't look at projections. We got to say that every time, though. I like yeah, saying that. Yeah. Okay. Um, Fuck projections. <laughs> Ryan has a – he's got almost greens all over the board. Aaron Aaron still got a scrappy good team. Ooh, you're starting Jerome Ford. Hmm. But he's still got Zay Flowers, Kelsey, and Ayuk. Lockett. This is tough. This is tough. Damn. Ryan's a listener. He listens. 
He's got Kyron Williams in for the LA Rams. Mm, he's got Puka Nakua in. Mm, Cowboys defense versus Arizona. Fuck, man. Okay, I'm going to say this because I love Aaron. You're going to get fucked in the ass. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to fucking agree with you, Toon. Uh, Ryan's team is fucking it's scary, to be honest with you. Yeah. He has, like, you go down the list, man. It's crazy. And he spent a lot of his FAAB to get Nakua and Williams, the Rams players. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it might only last next couple of weeks because Cooper Cup's coming back. Mm-hmm. And we'll see what happens. And Cooper Cup's on your team. It would be awesome to have him play this week, but it's not happening. But you're 2-0, so that's a good thing. Yeah. And if you do lose, you'll be 2-1. That's fine. Yeah, still five over 500. So I think that's what's going to happen this week, Aaron. <laughs> Respectfully. So G also agrees. You get fucked uh, in the I, ass. I like the honesty in this forum. <laughs> Respectfully, shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take myself, but it's not going to be a blowout by any means. The team's going to have to scrap going against the lineup like this. Ryan's got a fucking solid team. My guys are just going to have to be the cardiac carns for another week and um, show that they're resilient. So if my lineup shows up, which I expect them to fucking do because they're playing on this fucking team or I'll cut Next you. man up. Next man up, baby. Uh, I'm taking myself, but barely winning <laughs> maybe under 10 points difference. Shit. Definitely. All right. That was week three preview with 12 pissed off guys fantasy league. All right, guys. My favorite hot seat of the week. Who's got the fucking hot seat? Well, it's going to have to be between Blaine and Gilbert. Um, if they go, one of them goes over three, it's going to be hard to come back from that. Like I said, to get to the playoffs. Uh, so I'm, I'm honestly just going to put Gilbert in the hot seat because he, he is the defending champ and you don't want to start out. Oh, three as a defending champ. So I'm going to have to put it on Gil. What you got, Aaron? Get away. My, my get hot away. seat's still going to be for the second week in a row. Blaine. He, like I, I, when I said Blaine the first week, I said it's hard to come back 0-2. And he ended up going 0-2, and, and I think now this is the deciding factor on whether... If you're 0-2, you fucking suck. It sh- it's fantasy. It should be easy. You know, and, and <laughs> I, you know, it just goes back. I think Blaine's going to be in the hot seat this week. He needs to beat Gilbert in order to show that he's still going to be relevant in midseason. Um, but that could also go with what G said for Gilbert. Mm-hmm. I'm just hot-seating Blaine because he's my rival quote unquote um so you know <laughs> let's see who shits the bed less yeah who shits the bed less i like that um uh last week i put myself on the hot seat right i have to do it again i fucking <laughs> i fucking have to um well i'm gonna put me but i'm gonna also put all and two teams on the hot seat and three fucking sucks and three well, looks that's, worse. that was last year me and you yeah but one and two doesn't it's look, a little bit. It better. looks like a Cadillac. It's at not this bleak. Point. It's not bleak. You still got a chance. I mean, with me going against Lucas, who is a formidable, formidable opponent against anybody in this league, it's going to be tough. He's got fucking top ten players, and if I can just have, if I can have him just have one off week, and I can have at least one par week, I'll be happy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I'm on the fucking. I'm on the hot seat. I'll fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Hot takes, hot cakes. I made brownies. 
So what, what we're giving a hot take on on a hot cake on what right now? My hot take. What have we said before? So like last week, what we talked about, like conspiracy wise, shit mm-hmm. like that, or what are you talking about? I'm trying to think of a hot take for NFL. We already gave our hot takes. I know, but I'm talking like. I think no, 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 no. Oh, okay, he ate it. He's all right. He's okay. All right. If he was to eat a whole brownie, he would die. But it's all right. It's I know. Right. Then I got to clean it up. <laughs> um, damn, I don't know. What do y'all got? You got anything? <laughs> My hot take: the Bills fucking go zero and three, and Josh Allen shits again. They're not. Oh, they already won. Did they really? That's fucking surprising to me. We talked about it earlier. Did we? I don't remember that. All right, no. Um, no. In all seriousness, Buster. I, I'm gonna go with my earlier hot take that Baker Mayfield is top three passing quarterback this week. Oh, okay. That's a good one. Yeah. The, the Bucks go three and zero. Okay. Oh fuck. I'll go back to the Jets. I think. Uh, I think Zach Wilson's get he gets benched in the fucking second quarter. So, <laughs> uh, oh shit! Who's the backup? Boil. <laughs> yeah, boil. Uh, fuck. Oh, uh, yeah. I, that, yeah. It's not a hot take because it might happen. So, yeah. But that's a take. <laughs> Man, I think. Buster, stop now. You know, I think Russell Wilson has a big game. <laughs> that's a hot take. I think you get fucked in the ass. <laughs> That's another hot take. I promise that won't happen. All right. Um, let's get into the hot cakes. Okay. What do you got this week for us? You got you got anything interesting? Dude, I saw something interesting the other day, and that's so fucking vague to say, and I hate that I'm saying it like that. Um oh, they're still talking about Antarctica. So they're doing the research over there. I mean, I wish I could give you a whole fucking full report. But um they they have weapons and technology that we've never even heard of or fathom. And you know what they talked about again? They talked about direct energy weapons, what you talked about. Yeah. And they were talking about that and how uh, Oprah and the millionaires got their roofs done uh, a few weeks before the fires in Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. That pissed me off. I want to I want to just take down all these people and I think I'm going to. Hot take is I'm going to take down the world leaders. You heard it here first. Um. So, the Simpsons had a, a theory about uh, one dollar cheeseburgers. Did you see? Have you seen that? No. Okay. Well, in the episode, it's a dollar day, I guess, for cheeseburgers. National Cheeseburger Day, which we had on uh, Monday. Well, in the episode, the people turn into to I think zombies and start eating people. What the fuck? And so, my 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 boss he showed me it and. Uh, I was like, shit, it's 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 burger day. Yeah. And uh I got a burger from Freddy's on Monday. And you're fucking shocked then. Uh and nothing happened. But the Simpsons are just we just that show is insane. So like they've called a lot of shit and so like shit like that kind of makes you think. Oh, the one of the theories is it one could of the kill one of these the- burgers that people that did get them mm-hmm. could be killed. They kill you slowly. But from McDonald's, not from Freddy's. Um, I think it's supposed to be Wendy's at the Dollar Burger. But the theory is that one of the Simpsons writers is a time traveler. Yeah, he's a time traveler, hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, but that 
Yeah, that's some shit. And then, did you know that RFK Jr. was uh, almost assassinated last week? No, I didn't even hear about that. Yeah, well, because they don't want they don't want you here. They don't shit. want me to hear shit. There was like a that. guy that dressed up because they know I'm gonna stop him. There was a guy that dressed up like law enforcement, but mm-hmm. he wasn't law enforcement. He was ready to fucking spray. That's kind of a good way to do it, I guess. Just he, uh, they open, they took him plain, down. They took sight. him down. And he had hella guns on him, and he was ready, man. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's crazy. I think I I think some somebody's gonna get you know somebody's somebody. Uh, big. Who's a, somebody big's gonna get whacked in the next couple of years. And in, in numerology, they're gonna get. They can't. They got to do it on the numbers. Yeah. yeah. What you got, Aaron? Aaron. So I had Putin dying in two years last yeah. time. He has cancer. You right now? You think he's sick? <laughs> he's sick. I think he has cancer. I think he's just fucking mental. Um, my hot take for this one is Peso Pluma never performs in Mexico again. because uh, the cartel are gonna keep him out, and he's just gonna move his family to the United States, and that's it. I would. That's pretty good. I don't like Peso Plumo. You don't like his songs? It's not him really singing. It's all auto tune and shit. Oh, okay. I thought that was another theory. I was like, what? <laughs> so, Peso, get this. <laughs> Peso Plumo's a bitch. <laughs> I get killed. <laughs> you hear it here first. Peso Plumo's a bitch. I'm going to stop the world leaders here soon. <laughs> all right. Guys, that was another episode of. Uh, I was about to say hot takes. <laughs> hot takes, hot takes. <laughs> That's another episode of 12 Pissed Off Guys, the podcast. Here we had Carne, Aaron Estrada, Mikey G, Los Alamos, jacking off, and Tune, jacking off the opponent. To subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and show us some love. Or wherever you get your podcast. Yeah, wherever you get it. Hey, if y'all know people in other countries, uh, tell them to download and listen to our, <laughs> our, uh, our podcast. And it doesn't matter what country. Yeah. It could be the Middle East. Yeah. We're for everybody. Leave it in or pull it out, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Be ready for that segment next week. Leave it in or pull it out. We don't pull out of the Middle East. <laughs> okay, G, end it. Stay end pissed. It. You just listened to 12 Pissed Off Guys, the podcast.